All right. Um, no. No, I was helping Debbie with a, an estate, okay. picking up uh-huh. um, items, load, loading up the cars and the trucks. Mm-hmm. Got it. Could bring it back to the shop yesterday, and, and it, it just was a bad time to try to do anything and to even make a call. I know people don't mm-hmm. get it, but I don't have much time away from this mm-hmm. shit. So when I'm doing something outside of it, I, I don't even want to think about it. When I get stuck doing something, it actually feels kind of good to me to be not doing this, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I forget about this crap. I mean, and the, the day that I can is the day I will because mm-hmm. – You and is, me both. You know, you're right. I mean, it's it's not it's – not, I don't do it for my yeah. entertainment. Well, there's Enjoy. certainly no joy in this crap, no. And, and that's the thing is, I, I don't, I mean, it, it's it's kind of a catch-22 because since I know nobody else is doing what we're doing, nobody in the mm-hmm. world, nobody. I mean, I know that. So now if if not, what, what's that old saying? If not you, who? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, if, if you, we're not doing this, if we're not shining this light, nobody else is. Everybody else is you know, too caught up in patriotism or religion or nonsensical ideas where they can't mm-hmm. see truth. And so now they're not dealing with truth and all it does is keep them mired in the fiction. And, and, and that's why I feel almost compelled to continue until this whole thing clears up. Yeah. Well, I don't care what it does. It's just, I can't, I can't live in the fiction. I can't stand uh, mm-hmm. being subjected to a bunch of idiots' ideas yeah. of what is right. There's nothing going on in this world is right. No, that's right. Not, well, it, it isn't. Look around. I mean, you've got people saying, you know, our taxes. They don't, we don't even owe taxes. Yep. The living, breathing man does not owe taxes, period, done. Done, yep. Corporate entities owe taxes to their companies, but we don't owe taxes. And we're not supposed to be collecting taxes for somebody. Mm-mm. I mean, that's the definition. Of, look, look up the word publican. Publican. Okay. I mean, even in the Bible, I mean, Jesus is talking about who, who are the tainted ones? Who are the, well, publicans and sinners? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, publicans Jewish and sinners collector. are... Yeah, a Jewish tax collector for ancient Romans, a collector of Jewish, taxes or a Jewish, a Jewish tax collector huh. for Romans. Mm-hmm. That's a publican. Mm-hmm. Well, what's a Republican? <laughs> R.E. I mean. Well, yeah. I'll, to do it again. Mm-hmm. To One do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Publicans and sinners. Well, publicans are Jewish tax collectors for Rome, and sinners are debtors. Yep. That's it. And and the next verse is is Luke five thirty one. They that are whole need not a physician. So, again, everything, everywhere you look, it's based upon a tithe, a form of tithing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we covered that go, last week. Yeah, 
when you go, um, the other definition is chiefly British, a licensee of a public house. When you click on public house, it goes to in or whole, 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 whole street. If you go to whole street, it takes you to in or hotel. If, it, if you go to in, it's an establishment for the lodging and entertaining of travelers. The lodging and entertaining. Mm-hmm. There's your residence, mm-hmm. the, the, the lodging while you travel, your residence, and then the entertainment is the fictional realm. Mm-hmm. They're just entertaining everybody while they're traveling around right. without a home. Yep. And re is with regard to. Or with, again. With regard, with regard to publicans. Yeah. You know what? It also can mean back or backward. To go back. Mm-hmm. To do it again. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. A republic, mm-hmm. a Republican is somebody that's going back there to do it again. To be the publican again. <laughs> to be the publican again. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't why doesn't anybody understand that most of the people holding office at, in the United States, they, they have dual citizenship with Israel. Right. Republicans, mm-hmm. and they're not any better than whatever the other side is. Right. The liberal the de- Democrats the or whatever they call themselves. The Democrats. <laughs> well, that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it's it's not. I mean, obviously, I demon are are not the, is not the root word of Democrat. No, I got it wrong. Yeah. Demo. (laughs) More like demolition. Right, demolition, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I can't spell this. Destroy. That's all right. You don't have to spell anything. I get to to rip up the Latin language. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're going to do that. (laughs) That makes it worth getting on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's really weird is I'm reading a book called, um, it's a series of time travel books. Mm-hmm. But the first book is called uh, The Anachronist. And, and the first book actually title is The Infinity Engines. And, and this book is called The Anachronist. What's really huh. weird is I just, learned, I, I just learned a word in here that is so powerful in my head um, because the whole book, it, it, the premise is based upon time travel. Mm-hmm. What's really weird, though, is the word, the word is uh, antiquarian. An antiquarian is somebody who buys and sells, realistically, history. Mm-hmm. And um, they have their own society. Go, mm-hmm. to, go to antiquarian at uh, uh, Wikipedia. Let's go there real quick, because remember that the birth certificated character is a relic. It evidences yeah. um, something in the past. And, I, and, and what's really weird about antiquarians is that their society was created in 1707, which is a, a pivotal year for a lot of things. Wow. I mean, a really pivotal year. So let me find antiquarian. And, and it, that's the point. What happens if, what, what if, and I'm just 
posing this as a question. What if they're buying and selling these histories as rare and ancient books? Remember, your life story begins with that entry, that book entry. Mm-hmm. The birth certificate is a book entry. Yes. In his story. Mm-hmm. What happens, what, what if the courts are dealing with antiquities? Buying and selling antiquities. I mean, you know, I'm always wondering what business is being tra- transacted in the courtroom. That's what I'm uh-huh. always wondering because it isn't law. It is not law. This is a, this is a bazaar. It's, it's, a, it's a place to do business. What are they buying and selling is my question. Mm-hmm. I think maybe this. I've never been able to put my finger on it. I don't know what I mean. I don't know what they're doing, but there is a very well hidden business of transactions going on in there. Oh, they're just selling, buying, and selling bonds. No, they're not. That's what it looks like. It says. So I go. I went to antiquities, antiquarian. Then I went to. I clicked on the hyperlink for antiquities. And then I went to antiquity, and it says ancient history is a time period from the beginning of writing and recording. Of what? Writing, writing, writing. Of writing, yes, W-R-I-T-I-N-G. When does writing begin for you? Um, what was the first written words in your life? Yeah, Probably my name. What did, no, 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 it wasn't your name. What is the well, first no. document evidencing that was written down oh. evidencing your existence? The birth certificate, yeah. There it is right there. There's, the, there's mm-hmm. writing. Mm-hmm. Written history begins with the birth certificate. Mm-hmm. There was no writing prior to that. Uh-uh. Zero. <laughs> there was no evidence of your existence. There was no writing prior to the birth certificate, the book entry itself. And so no history. Mm-hmm. Everything before that was prehistoric. Mm-hmm. But written history. Oh, Kurt, that's thousands of years old. Not in my case, it isn't. No. It's only 64 plus years ago, according to the Gregorian calendar. Again, written history begins uh. with the with that first entry. Prehistory, also called pre-literary history. So a literary society, a literary society would include what? Anything written. Anything written. Mm -hmm. So it would not include anything unwritten. If your origin is unwritten, if your origin was unwritten, because it is, mm-hmm. fertilization, there's, there's, no, there's not even a moment. There's no way to even identify that moment. And here's another big deal. The, the moment of fertilization, what was your, what was your name? That, there was no name. There was no name. That's another big clue here. There is no name 
until right. the first word is written down. Mm-hmm. So literary societies and literature and books and book entries and what we're talking about here, none of it exists prior. None of it exists in the womb. Certainly none of it existed at the moment of creation. Right. That's illiterate. Mm-hmm. I mean, but then there were people that lived that did not read and write, that were illiterate. But they spoke. Their histories are spoken. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's an awful lot of indigenous persons or peoples around the world still to this day that their histories are are brought forward yeah. through the, the the spoken word. Yeah, they have amazing memories because they have to memorize the whole history. Well, I'm, but what I'm what I'm getting at is that yeah. nothing was written down. Right. Exactly. So they're illiterate. Mm-hmm. But so, but illiterate doesn't mean stupid. It just means unwritten. Oh, you have to listen. Oh, oh, oh. I looked up illiterate, <clears throat> and I was kind of perusing down through it, <clears throat> and I was looking at uh, synonyms, and it has ignorant, illiterate, unlettered, untutored, unlearned. Then it has ignorant. You missed one. I'm just, you don't just brush past it. It says unlettered. Yeah, unlettered. Okay, okay, unlettered, but anyway, go ahead. Well, we can go back to that one. I just want to read this one to you. Ignorant may imply a general condition or it may apply to a lack of knowledge or awareness of a particular thing. You've got to be kidding me. No. <laughs> that's, that's illiterate? That's ignorant, which is the synonym ignorant. for... Yeah, for illiterate. So ignorance, read that one more time, because to be ignorant of your godly origin being fertilization is a lack of knowledge. Yes. But, but, but read, that whole, read that line again. Ignorant may imply a general condition, or it may apply to the lack of knowledge or awareness of a particular thing. Wow. It doesn't get any more specific than that. <laughs> That's why I skipped over the other two. Not that they're not well, interesting. But well, I, I, said, only, oh, I only said, but it says lettered. Yeah. Doesn't the initial period eliminate ignorance, such ignorance? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so having that letter with the period, <clears throat> I call it a secret handshake. Mm-hmm. What does it say there? What does it say lettered? Un, well... Unlettered implies ignorance or knowledge gained by reading. Unlettered. But I, mm-hmm. again, when you, look at, you, when you look at something on paper, you're reading it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you already know what it means. You are reading it. When you see those succession of letters in a row that mean something to you, you have read it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, I, I, I get it. I know that maybe you're, you're very familiar with something and you don't think you're reading it, but you're always reading it. Anything on the page must be read. Yeah, lettered is learned, educated, of, relating to, or characterized by learning, cultured, inscribed with, or as if with letters. Okay, I'm going back to Antiquarian. Okay. 
because everything you just said, I mean, the men of letters, mm-hmm. I was just the, the, that. the learned, the learned, the learned societies. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with learned societies is, is that they're only taking into consideration from written word onward, written word this direction. If they're not taking before, into consideration... Before you go to antiquarian, yeah. just under let, lettered, it has cultured. And I clicked on cultured and it says cultivated or produced under artificial conditions. Artifice. Contrivance. Yeah. In other words, they're, they're unnatural. Yep. And and unnatural to me becomes a trespass. Mm-hmm. If 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 it's injurious to me for absolutely positively. Mm-hmm. But I think I think it's not injurious. Um, if and I, I I've had this conversation before. It's not injurious if you're given the equity. Yes. If if the equity comes along with that, then the equity pays the bill. It keeps you out of trouble, so to speak. It keeps you from injury, and if there's no injury, there's no court case. Yes. There's no cause of action. And again, nobody's injured at that point. And if there's no injury, again, there is no case. There's no cause of action. So <clears throat> that's where everybody, I mean, at, at the equity, with the knowledge of the equity, with the with the application of the equity in your favor you're okay mm-hmm. but it's the ignorance it's the ignorance of that particular matter it's the celebration of the birthday itself which is injurious because it only it only recognizes the war yeah it only recognizes the war it begins the war it, it instigates yeah. it begins the war for sure it begins yeah. the war. So when you when you lay claim to a birthday, you begin the war, which is nothing more than a competition, a commercial competition over that particular end. Who's going to win it? Who's going to win the equity? Who's going to take who, Who's going to take advantage of that fund? F U N D. Those who understand it. Those those who knew, know how to apply. Yeah, um, they know how to play the game. They know how to play the game. And, and again, it shouldn't be a game at all. Mm-mm. No, it shouldn't. I mean, the United Nations, when they created this crap back in the ni- mid-1940s, they're pretending to keep the peace through commercial, the, the commercial aspect. I mean, they're, they're actually trying to apply the law of nations. Mm-hmm. Or no, I mean the the wealth of nations. I'm sorry, the wealth of nations, where where commercial aspects override belief systems and things like that. When Adam Smith was talking about the invisible hand, he was talking about people that that would work together. Again, we've discussed this occasionally, but where people would work together or overlook belief systems for monetary purposes. Yeah. Again. A a uh, a bread maker, an Italian bread maker with with Catholic beliefs, would overlook 
uh, a Protestant shoemaker. Mm-hmm. So he, I mean, they could trade bread for shoes in spite of their Christian differentials, you know, Catholicism versus mm-hmm. Protestant. Yeah. Same with the Jews, same with the, the, the uh, uh, any other belief systems. Everybody gets to cross the lines when they're in a commercial zone. It's almost like um, this, is, this is the place where everybody can work together, but only in commerce. That's the, that's the invisible hand working. People yeah. will go get the best bread and forget about their belief systems because the guy over there has the best bread. Hey, that guy over there makes the best shoes. Right. You know, we, we may not like his religion, but he does make the best shoes, so we're going to forget about the religion because we want the shoes. Mm-hmm. That's Adam Smith. Mm-hmm. That's the invisible <laughs> hand. And I think, I think that's what they tried to do with this rule. This, they call it a rule of law with this cut piece of you, putting it on deposit as the equity, which is supposed to keep the peace through international well, arbitration. It could keep the peace if it, was, if it wasn't, if it was used as it was meant to be. I mean, it has the potential for that. But because it was never, I mean, the trustees did not do their job. No, well, that's an I mean, abuse of power, is what it is. Yeah, it's an abuse of power, and yeah. I and everyone I've ever met who've been in a trust in a situation like that has I've seen abuse of power. I'm I have a friend that, that I have there, to right now. Right, but it, it 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 that's what's happening. It's a a it's a breach of trust, but it's also an abuse of power because once they found out yeah. that this this rule of law can can, can be working against you. Mm-hmm. Um, where they could actually make money and send people to prison and arrest people because of this rule of law, um, that that's what, that's the direction it went. Again, yeah. we have the world that we desire. That's what maybe that's the message all the time, is that we're suffering this because this is the world we desire. Mm-hmm. If you want to be secure, if you're if if you're more interested in safety and security rather than reality then there's a price to pay for that. Remember that if you really want to keep something secure in a safe, it's stuck inside the safe. Mm-hmm. Yep. With walls and, and locks. And, and, I mean, when they did that whole COVID nonsense and they told everybody to stay safe in their houses, that's mm-hmm. a prison. Yeah. A voluntary That's what prison. safety's all about. Safety is about being in prison because mm-hmm. nature does there's no guarantees in nature so again you're out there anything can happen to you at any moment in nature mm-hmm. but if you want to play it safe and be stuck inside the walls of a prison and be watched over 24/7 through that certificated character as a as a security issue an issue of national security one nation under god a security issue a national security issue, one nation under God. So what we're doing is we're allowing somebody to play God. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it comes down to. The United Nations is playing God over all of the birth certificated ch- children, ch- the child. And they're pretending to keep everybody safe when, in fact, what they're doing 
is imprisoning everybody mm-hmm. in the in the walls of the palace whatever you, mm-hmm. whatever however you want to look at it mm-hmm. remember um what was that word years ago that uh, ah not heaven paradise I think oh, yes, years ago, De- 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 yeah. Debbie discovered that paradise means walled in or walled around. Okay, yeah. so you're in paradise. Are you stuck in paradise? Is is paradise actually a prison? Yeah. If you can't come and go, it's a prison. <laughs> if you can't come and go, it's a prison. Oh, but we're we're in paradise. It's a prison. We're safe from all the bad guys out there. It's a prison. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what I've I believe yeah. I believe that it's a prison. Well, it's a prison, and it's also um, then you're also raped because it, rape means in the origin from 1721 to rob, strip, or plunder. Yeah, and and to strip. I mean, think about that. If if my godly estate is baby umbilical cord and extra embryonic material, and I have a right of way over the motherland, which in the placenta becomes that 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 accretion, I'm covered by mother. I'm covered by mother. What they're doing in their system is they're stripping me. They're mm-hmm. stripping me of mother. Yeah. I'm not saying I need mother, I'm, but I do need mother, at least in the womb. Yeah. Because she supplies everything. She supports me while I'm in the womb. So if they put me back in the womb through this birth certificated character, I require mother. And mother then becomes the support system mm-hmm. only while I'm in the womb. So again, if, if I take on this birth certificated character from the womb, I require mother. And mother is Rome, or Venus. Well, you, requ- the mother you require of Rome. their their version of mother. I require their support. Mm-hmm. If Rome yeah. is the support system, if they're claiming to be the, the the human creature, the the afterbirth material, the placental biology, then that evidence is an infant and its mother. Right. And and the infant requires its mother for support while it's in the womb. So if I claim the birth certificated character, I am figuratively in the womb requiring the support of mother, i.e. Rome. Yes. Now, what happens when I come out of mom? I have evolved beyond the need of the uterine wall, so I don't need mother. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean I don't love my mom. It means that I don't need the support of mother anymore. Now Rome becomes irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what the birth certificate does. It forces you to bend a knee to Rome because the child of Rome is the birth certificated fetal maternal biology where it evidences the infant still attached to mom. So when they put that on deposit, you are deficient because not all of your fetal biology was actually delivered so it becomes aborted material because you were not delivered mm-hmm. in your entirety. So now a right. piece of you is missing. So now you're 
broken. You're deficient. You're defective in your own biology. That's why you hear people say, well, Kurt, nobody's perfect. Well, they're talking about the baby that has been separated from his godly estate. The body of the baby is separate now from the entirety of the godly estate, so now that body, nobody's perfect. But everybody's perfect from their origin. Mm -hmm. But they've cut you off from that origin, so now nobody's perfect. Everybody's just out Mm -hmm. here separate from their perfection. And now you need someone some organization to come in and put you back with your, the rest, residue, and remainder of your godly estate, which perfects their claim. When you come into their courtroom, you're perfecting what the, the material they have on deposit. So they have a piece of your biology, your fetal biology on deposit, and somebody in that room is making a claim. But their claim is defective until you show up. Mm-hmm. Now, when you show up, you complete their claim, and now their claim is perfect. Hey, now I have all my stuff right here. All my bio, and wait a minute here. That's not your biology. That's that man. That's that woman. No, 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 no. They're the ones that have adopted this system. They adopted that character. So when they come in physically in their body, they perfect their own admission, their own claim, and subject themselves to this system. Mm-hmm. Now, the other way is, for if paradise. I'm out here, if I, yeah, right, for, for security. Mm-hmm. Paradise, i.e. security. But if I'm out here, and I know my godly origin is fertilization, then I have removed my biology from their birth certificated character. Their character is mm-hmm. a tertium quid. But I've removed my biology in my own mind from their deposit. Now, their, their situation creates an equity for me if I know the truth. So I know the truth all the way back to fertilization, so it includes all the material that they have on deposit, which also includes what? If I've claimed all of my material all the way back, but they have a fetal-maternal placenta on deposit as security, what have I just done? You've eliminated the tertium quid by claiming it. But I've, I've identified my position, yeah. and since yeah. they have this on deposit, I've identified my... Equity, my... Equity, and what's the equity? Mm-hmm. The right-of-way. Yeah, everything, the right-of-way. No, it's, yeah. no, it's not everything. It's the right-of-way. Okay, okay, I get it now. I see it. If uh-huh. I know my limits biologically, mm-hmm. and they've already deposited the fetal-maternal material in their system, I'm not, have the the right of way. Mm-hmm. I'm not the equity. No. I'm whole. Yeah. But when I'm whole, what they have on deposit is the maternal, mm-hmm. the accretion that's attached to me. Once I know my limits, and it includes all of that biology, their attachment yeah. becomes the equity. Yeah. Which yeah. is the yeah. maternal part, mom. No, yeah. Because mom is Rome. 
Now I have an equity. I have a vested. I've evidenced my vesting, the vest itself. The vest is the maternal. Mm -hmm. It's like wearing Mm -hmm. a vest. It's like putting on a vest. Yeah. But that becomes the equity, but I have to have the knowledge. Yes. Claiming me by myself. Claiming claiming me by myself. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Claiming me by myself. Claiming me by... Is nude. Yeah. Yes. All yes. of my biology yes. is nude. Mm-hmm. They clothe me with mom's biology. Yeah. That's the equity. That's the clothing. That's the vestment. That's the garment. Mm-hmm. I'm all. I don't. I, I'm not. I, my biology is my biology. It's the whole godly estate. They're clothing me with the uterine wall accretion in their system. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all nonsense. I get it, Linda. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, it is their system. When in Rome, do as the Roman do. Put, put on the clothing of Rome when mm-hmm. you're in Rome. But you know, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm never in Rome. Right. You know what's really weird is I was tidying up, and we'll get to, let's get to the, the, the law maxims, but I, I, I got to say this. I'll say it on a call. I, was, I would have just waited until the, the, the next book came out because it's so mind-blowing um, what I'm about to say. And that, that, that's what I'm getting at is what we talk about here, and, and I know I sound like I'm getting after you and, and cutting you off, but, but when I'm on a train of thought, it's hard for me to – not keep going. I know, and I appreciate that. But here's, here's something really weird. What I'm about to say, it, it, nobody's ever said ever in the history, ever, anywhere, under any circumstances, nobody's ever said this because they never knew it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm talking about people that weren't told it. Mm-hmm. There are people that know this, but not anybody we know. I'm, I'm talking at the highest, highest, highest levels. Mm-hmm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this right now just before we get into the book because it's so shocking to people, or it will be since nobody knows it yet. <laughs> but I have to say it because it bothers me so much that it's so obvious. <laughs> I, I, I can actually feel a smile on your face right now, thank God. Yeah. Um, let me, let me find <laughs> I'm laughing because it's so incredible. <laughs> okay, where is this damn thing? Okay, so this is this is actually in the book in first in time, and you know what's really weird is that it's part of my exposition or where I'm exposing or expounding upon these ideas mm-hmm. that you and I were talking about in this particular call. And mm-hmm. let me see if where did, I got. I'm, I'm on my computer. I had to go six feet under to get to my yeah. computer, obviously. So let me... <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because I'm in a weird sort of way. I'm kind of giddy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, uh, because really... it's, this is so shocking. It's shocking to me. And I found it only in the last couple of days when I was putting this thing together. I went, am I really looking at this? Is this really what I'm seeing? Okay, so let me... You know what giddy in uh, etymology is? <laughs> no, what is it? 
literally possessed by the spirit. Thank you. You know, I am. I'm giddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, uh, what is it called? That was called the... Uh, there it is. Okay. This, there took me right to it. All right. <laughs> so I'm doing, you know, as I'm, as I'm blowing this, these, these definitions up and expounding upon them, I'm, I'm actually at um, the, the court case Eads versus Brazelton. In, and I'm explaining it. I'm, I'm expanding on it. I mean, it's funny because I'm going to just say one one sentence in our conversation at hour three, hour three, eleven minutes and eight seconds. Okay, mm-hmm. I have the organization Organization of American States, and it goes into in, Indigenous Tribal Peoples' Rights and all that stuff and ancestors synonyms, all that, and it keeps going. And <clears throat> somewhere along the line. I get into an author's note, and it says, the fictional alchemy allowing for either salvage or salvation of the lead, which are the goods, is clearly expressed in the NOAA, pronounced NOAA, animated mm-hmm. presentation in the case of the wreck of, Amer- the, wreck of the America. Mm-hmm. Remember, that's the name of the boat that sunk yep. in Eads versus Brazelton. Brazelton, yep. Remember, yeah, it sunk in, was it the Mississippi? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the America, America sunk. It went under the water. What does that mean? I think it, it, it fell beneath the waters in commerce. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it fell in the commercial waters. It sunk into the commercial. America sunk into the commercial waters. Anyway, so I keep expanding on shipwreck and abandoned shipwrecks and goods and all that stuff. And then I get to another set of facts. The Steamboat America. The Steamboat America sank in the Mississippi River in 1827 with a cargo of lead. Okay. So then I, I, I expand on steamboat and steam and exhale and all that stuff. I keep going. What's really funny, then I get to the concept of I, I, I start to define America. And, and, and that's when I went, because I know what they did is they put America into commerce. It sunk under the waters. And now... The indigenous Americans, those people born to the soil of the Americas, are now needing to be rescued in the commercial waters. America sunk. Mm-hmm. They, they, in this, in, in Eads versus Brazelton, America sunk. And what did it sink? What was its cargo? Um, lead, wasn't it? Le- no. Lead. It was lead. Yeah. So you got lead. this lead, which, which is a, a, a metal. But it, it, mm-hmm. it, in most cases, it has no value. It's just lead, just like right. the afterbirth. Mm. And remember, alchemy is always talking about turning base metals into gold. You, well, lead into gold is the most common. Right. Well, that's what I'm getting at. So they're, when they turned, I mean, so they, America, the, the lead of America, the afterbirth lead, the waste material mm-hmm. of the American people is now turned into gold as energy, as a source of energy. And, and that's what they did in Eads versus Brazelton. But remember, this is the 18, 1827. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I keep going, and then I, so I, I decide to um, define America. And this is where I went, oh, my God. 
God. Oh, my God. I'm going to read it. I'm going to go. So you can do it, too. Let's do it together. So go okay. to America. Just use Webster's the whole way. Okay. Go to America at Webster's. Okay. And everybody that will listen to this will, will see this for themselves if they do it. So I'm going to okay. America. Mm-hmm. D-E-F. In Webster's. Heck. Not popping up on mine. Normally it does. I have to type in Webster's, I guess. America. Oh, crap. Getting ahead of myself. America. What? I got hang on, I gotta start over because it's not it's not doing this for me. I can I can pull it out of the book, but I don't want to do that because it messes up my highlighting. So let me go to Webster's dictionary. Go there and I'll try that out. See if it comes up this way. America. There it is. Okay. Did you find it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? Re- read the um, the definition for America at Webster's. Um, now it says America geographical name. Is that where I'm supposed that's to be? That's fine. Just read it. Yeah, because that's what people are thinking. So Ameri- when I yeah. say America, people, you know, they, they go, yeah. oh, American. Either, you're, you're American. Yeah. Either continental North. America or South America of the Western Hemisphere, or so either continent. America. It says either continent, yeah. North America or mm-hmm. South America, is still the Americas. Yeah, or the Americas is the lands of the Western Hemisphere, including North, Central, South America, and West Indies. So the Americas include the West Indies. Mm-hmm. So if you're from the West Indies, you you could call yourself an American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so America, but what's number three say? The United States of America. Uh, well, look at that. So America says, for the third definition, the United States of America, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click on that link just to see where it takes me. Okay, what does it say there? Um. Variants, United States, or U, U period, S period, or U.S. Country, a federal republic in North America bordering on the Atlantic and Pacific and Arctic Oceans. Capital, Washington area. Gives the square miles. Right, square miles and the population. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me go back to my... so, So, America is the United States of America, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Read the first four words again. Country, 
a federal republic. How's federal spelled? Small f. Okay, that's a start. <laughs> that's when I went, what? So I'm, now mm-hmm. I'm looking at a, fall, a small f federal republic. Mm-hmm. So, but then I, I kept going because that was, a, that was one light bulb right there. Mm-hmm. So then I went to, because I already knew the answer to this, type in, open another window if you have to so this one stays open, type in mm-hmm. Columbia. I just was, that's down here. Columbia, definition, the definition of Columbia. What is that? What does that say? Okay, just a second. I was just reading Colombian down in the uh, text of that definition. I'm at Webster's again, so all I did was type in Columbia. Yeah, I just went to a new window, so I didn't. Okay, Columbia, the United States. So wait a minute here. The capital C, Columbia. The definition of capital C, Columbia is what? The United States. Okay, so now I'm going to, now look at the, look at the words United States of America. Go back to the other window where it says capital U, United, capital S, States of America. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you go to Columbia, and it says capital U, United, capital S, States, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, when you look at the concept of United States of America, and the, and the definition of United States is Columbia. Right? Mm-hmm. And, the Amer- and America... The United States of America is also a definition of America. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll get to it. You'll see it. You'll see it. Okay, so now I'm going back to my book. Mm-hmm. And the next definition is, go to Wikipedia, the District of Columbia Organic Act of 1871. Okay. Open a new window, District of Columbia Organic Act of 1871. Yep. By the way, 1871. What 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 new definition came out in 1871? That's so interesting. Metric. Phantom limb. Oh, phantom limb. Okay. So 1871, a new a new definition came out called phantom limb, where a piece of your body. Is you uh-huh. still suffer uh-huh. the pain, the the pain from the, the the piece that was that is missing, that was cut off, that was amputated, and phantom limb, right? 1871. Wow. What what court case do I refer to all the time from 1871, where horses pooped into the public road and the waste material? Now, as the, soon as you said that, presumed, I had it. But, the, the, yeah, uh, Hassel, Hassel 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 1871. Mm-hmm. And now you have this organic act of 1871. I'm just going to go to Wikipedia. I actually I downloaded the whole organic act for 
for other purposes. But look, at the District of Columbia Organic Act of 1871 is an act of Congress that repealed the individual charters of the cities of Washington and Georgetown and established a new territorial government for the whole District of Columbia. Through, though Congress repealed the territorial government in 1874, the legislation was the first to create a single municipal government for the federal district. Municipal oh. government, federal district, small f, and you caught it. You caught it. Let me go to the book and see what my last entry was. <clears throat> so when you go back to... District of Columbia, it's a federal district in the eastern U.S. between Maryland and Virginia and coextensive with the city of Washington, area 60, 69 square miles, blah, blah, blah. And here's the key. Go to etymology and go to the word federal, small f. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, th and then you're going to see it. Etymology, small f, federal. 1640s as a theological term in reference to covenants between God and man. So here's the deal. When you look, when America sunk below the commercial waters, by the way, in my book, I started with the word buoy. Because buoy, mm -hmm. buoy is, is, a, is a form marker. of denomination, a marker. Mm -hmm. And it's marking where something went below the commercial waters, which is your, your, the Ark of the Covenant with you and God. Mm -hmm. So that covenant, that boat, is under commercial waters, but it is marked by a denomination. Mm -hmm. Now, in Roman times, they used three, three names, or like Curtis Richard Kallenbach would be considered a Roman, a Roman name, an, uh, a, mm -hmm. a, a Roman name. Uh, it requires three of them. But here's the deal is what I'm getting at is that they float a buoy, keep your spirits up, they float a buoy on the surface of the commercial waters that marks where your boat went down, the Ark of the Covenant with God, your origin. Remember the boat that went down, the extra embryonic material is the Ark of the Covenant, which evidences your direct link to God. It sunk below the commercial waters with the America, East versus Brazelton. So now it's on the bottom of the river, the bottom, beauty, eh? B beauty means bottom, and the bottom, the, the word bottom land or bottom, is the land beneath the surface of the water. Mm -hmm. That's bottom. Mm -hmm. Also, it could be tail, T-A-I-L or T-A-L-E, but it's actually T-A-I-L. The, the tail is the back end, the bottom, the rump. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's on the bottom of the river. America's on the bottom of the river with a buoy floating mm -hmm. that identifies the location of your lead. Yes. Okay. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it all together now. So, yes. America, the steamship sunk in 1827, but then the, the definition of America is United States of America at number three. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At number three. And then the United States of America is a country, but it says in parentheses, a federal republic. So the United mm -hmm. States of America is a small F 
federal republic. And federal is God's covenant with man. So the only way that you are whole, W-H-O-L-E, in the United States of America, which is a municipal corporation, the District of Columbia. Look at that. They're not even hiding it. Columbia is the United States. The District of Columbia is D.C., and they created their own territorial municipal government in 1871. Municipal is corporate. So the only way you can have equity is to know your godly origin, fertilization, and then to put the, 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 the technicolor, technicolor dream coat on, which is mm-hmm. that mother vest, that vestment, mm-hmm. that, gives, that clothes you, or it's the garment that allows you into, into the city of God, city of gold, which is the Roman city, the District of Columbia. You can't get there. You can't be in the District of Columbia. You can't speak without that garment, which is equity. You don't get to talk. So what they look at? Look at the the layout of this. America thinks um, your afterbirth evidences the indigenous person on the bottom, but you have a spiritual garment that allows you agency over that deposit. Remember, your, your lead is a deposit. Your afterbirth is a deposit. It fell to the bottom underneath commercial waters, but you have agency, which is Isaiah 9-6 capacity, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. That is your ability to speak about your equity under the commercial waters, where America sunk. So if you're born to the Americas, remember, America is Colombia. The United States of America is Colombia. The United States of America is Colombia. Mm-hmm. The District of Colombia is a district of Colombia. It's where all the government gets together for that sunken, that lead material, the waste. Mm. For the indigenous persons. So all of the people in the District of Columbia that's, that is representing representatives, they're, repre- they're representing the sunken material. Okay. The cutoff material. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what makes them whole. That's the only thing that makes you whole is your direct link to God. It's a federal, a federal yeah. territory. Federal means what? God's covenant with men. Which means you're linked to God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to look up covenant because that, that, that might be the, the stumbling. What does covenant mean? I'm just going to go to Webster's. <clears throat> covenant. I bind a, usual, a usually formal, solemn, or binding agreement. Compact. Compact. Mm-hmm. I think. And this is, what made, this is what made all the sense to me. Remember that the Americas, through the Catholic discovery, the discovery doctrine be, became what? Catholic. Roman Catholic. Roman Catholic. Um, all of the Americas are Roman Catholic. Right. Including mm-hmm. the West Indies, apparently. Yeah. But then a Protestant group of people come over here and start the United States. 
Okay. The yeah. only way for that, remember, there's a schism between the East and the West. There's a schism. There's a separation between the Roman Catholics and the other Christians. So what I'm getting at is there's a bond. There's a bond between this group of people and that group of people. Because when you clamp and cut the cord, you create two different positions. You create the Roman Catholic, which is Mm -hmm. the veto-maternal America that's under the waters. And then you have the boat, the vessel, or I mean the commercial vessel on top of the waters doing all your business, which is the, the 14th Amendment citizen as of 1868. Remember, this... This District of Columbia didn't get created until 1871 after they created the commercial franchise in 1868. Right. So they have a commercial vessel that, that is secured by your deposit under the water. That's the pound of yeah. flesh. Yeah. That's yeah. the Merchant of Venice right there. They have your pound of flesh securing as the principal deposit, remember it got deposited on the bottom of the the river. But the commercial vessel is the spirit, the boat that has your spirit behind it. Okay, okay, yeah. Go, do you have a black law nearby? Yeah, so it's, so the the commercial the the lad the boat underneath which is claimed by Rome is the substance and the boat that that has fallen that has that has sunk as the deposition or deposit that remember that when they clamp and cut the cord they cut off the stu- the stuff that evidences your link to God yes. Yeah. The extraembryonic material is the original material. Yes. And it falls, it falls to the ground, or it falls beneath you. It falls, yes. you, you leave it behind. Yes. <clears throat> Through and inadvertence so or ignorance, ignorance. Right. So you're up, so not you, but the spirit <clears throat> is, is actually the commercial boat that you're moving around in is actually a fictional paper boat, if you want to visualize it. Secured by your biological deposit. Right. Yeah. So what am I looking at? Go to page 559, Black's Law, 5th edition. And remember, what is what is a feud? F e u d. It's a um, it's just. I mean, it's an argument. It's a. It's, yeah, it's an it's argument. It's a war. It's a. It's a, mm-hmm. it's, it's a war. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. go to feud in Black's Law, which is on page five fifty nine, the word feud. The word feud is also the word for fee. F e e. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or thief, F-I-E-F. Now, what's interesting is, faction in old German law, 
It says an enmity or species of private war mm-hmm. existing between the family of his slayer. Between the family of his slayer. Um, now, here's the point. If you go down to feudal courts, mm-hmm. about halfway down or right at the bottom of the first paragraph, it says, the growth of the jurisdiction of the king's court removed the necessity for feudal courts. And here's what it says. All the incidents of the feudal system came to be regarded in a commercial spirit as property. A commercial spirit. All it incidents. says all the incidents of the feudal feudal system became regarded as a commercial spirit as property. They created a boat that is secured by your deposit that has your spirit behind it. Now, people go, what does that mean? A fiction with your spirit? Hell yeah. Don't you put all your energy behind the birth certificated person? Doesn't your birthday care? Doesn't your birth certificated person have your spirit? Yeah, absolutely. Aren't you using the birth certificate? Aren't you using the birth certificated spirit in commerce? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, and I'm using my breath, my spirit, to verbally say my name is, my birthday is, which brings it to life. You're, you're acknowledging it. You're, you're actually approving. You're assenting to. You are standing under that boat. You're standing under. Look, at the boat's up there on the commercial waters, and your biology is down on the, on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Is that not understanding? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, but, but what they did is they took your bio, biology, the part that was left off, cut off of you, that was a direct link to God. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't that piece of you evidence your covenant with God? Yes. I mean, my God, fertilization is an act of creation, and, and your mm-hmm. zygote is a product of that, crea- that act. Yes. There's no middleman there. There's nobody there but you and God. Mm-mm. So there's the covenant right there. Fertilization and the product of fertilization, the zygote, evidences your covenant with God. But then yes. they clamp and cut the cord, the umbilical cord and the extra embryonic material, which evidences your link to God, is now on mm-hmm. deposit. Yes. Now they have God on deposit. Underneath the commercial waters, it fell underneath. I mean, when America sunk, all the indigenous Americans now were under the commercial seas. They, they have allowed their lead, their afterbirth waste material, to remain under the waters, but they were given, in 1868, a commercial vessel. Mm-hmm. So now their biology under the water secures their commercial vessel, just like in The Merchant of Venice. Pound of flesh. By the way, the average placenta is about 500 grams, I believe, which is about one pound exactly. Yep. So they take that one pound of flesh and put it on deposit as a security issue, an issue of national, national security, nation, one nation under God. So all of this material that was cut off of you becomes the one nation under God. And they all have their commercial boats. And that's called ecumenism. Wow. It's a way for all of the ecumenical, the religious Christians or what have you, to do business together 
through this commercial vessel. There's your wealth of nations. There's your um, invisible hand right there. And uh, and if it was actually run honorably, it could be. It could no be. War. The bad guys took over the system, so to speak, and now what mm-hmm. they're doing is they're pillaging. They're, they're raping and pillaging all those people. They're able to get into those accounts and steal from everybody through the ignorance mm-hmm. of those people, and they're pretending that it's just that those, those indigenous persons are not adhering to the biblical concept, the, the Bible. And so because of that, they're all being punished. But you know what? Again, the spiritual man is to be judged by no man and they know that everybody in their courtrooms are breathing living people but they're willing to overlook that because of how much they profit from the suffering of those people those the faithful that's the whole thing is the, the amount of money these guys are profiting from the suffering but remember everybody's already agreed to suffer they've already agreed that it's okay for the i am the jesus to suffer and yeah. hang on the cross so as long as they're agreeing that it's okay for Jesus to suffer, and Jesus is actually saying, well, I'm, I'm just the I am or the present. So as long as these people agree that it's okay for Jesus to suffer, then it's also okay for them to suffer themselves in the present, and that's what they've agreed to. As long as you're okay with anyone dying for you, you will suffer. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yeah, but look at the District of Columbia is a a municipal corporation. And one last thing, look up municipal. It means corporate. So there's a corporate government that can only be accessed through a corporate fiction. Yes, and that's the District of Columbia government. And what's really weird about that is, I don't need there. I don't need that corporate fiction when I know I'm whole. At Luke 5.31, they that are whole need not a physician. Well, what's really weird is that corporate fiction is a juridical person that's acting as an administrator, a minister, to, to, to administer to my, my affliction, my, my deficiencies, my, my sins. But I don't have any. They created a system, a biblical system, a theocracy to punish everyone. Mm-hmm. To punish the faithful more than anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you get to nature, once you understand reality, once you're actually choosing truth over all of these fictions, fictio seeded veritati, fictions yield the truth, once you get all the way back with the knowledge of fertilization being your godly origin, lowercase g genesis, loop tail g, mm-hmm. you're beyond all of the childishness, beyond the yeah. child that was created, the infancy. Mm-hmm. And now you have full capacity, which is what they call equity. Yeah. And the equity is what is, is, is the indemnity mm-hmm. at Article 38 yeah. of the Libra Code. Equity is you being indemnified, which ultimately becomes your sovereign immunity. Now you're immune to the fiction, to all fictitious actions, and that's the equity. But the equity has to be known as equity because the equity is actually the boat or your biology that was deposited under the commercial waters, which is your security issue. But look at all of that. America was the boat that sunk in Ease versus Brazelton. America is defined as Colombia. Colombia is the United States. 
They created a district of Columbia in 1871 after getting rid of habeas corpus, mm-hmm. after creating a 14th Amendment uh, franchise citizenship, commercial vessel, which is subject to the feudal, uh, uh, the king's court. Mm-hmm. It became a commercial yeah. spirit. Mm-hmm. And they call it property. It, it, that's property. So your boat, remember, it can be incorporeal. Mm-hmm. It's, an inco- it, it, it's not made of substance. It's in your head. Mm-hmm. Well, your commercial vessel, you're out there in commerce on the commercial seas. And remember, they're saying you're lost at sea because your, your, your biology is under the waters. So they're pretending to salvage you on, on, the, on the one side, and, and the, the church is pretending to, to convert or save the, the indigenous uh, heathen or savage to, to Christianity. That's what the bar is doing. Is they're just trying to convert. This is a form of conversion, um, mm-hmm. unlawful conversion, because the truth mm-hmm. shows that it's unlawful. I mean, you're already there breathing, and you know, 1 Corinthians 2.15 says, the spiritual man, i.e. breathing man, is not to be judged by another man. So, I mean, all of this stuff comes into play. Mm-hmm. But the, the weirdest thing was the District of Columbia, I could never figure out until Columbia became the, you know, the definition of the United States, or the United States is defined as Columbia, and Columbia is uh, the United States of America. Well, the United States is Columbia of America, you know what I mean? And then you realize mm-hmm. what the district is. It's a municipal corporation with only corporate fictions involved. And remember, in 1862, they redefined the word person to mean corporation mm-hmm. so that they could use these persons, these fictional persons, uh, in the district only. And that's that. remember, the Bar Association cannot get outside of the 10 square miles of the District of Columbia. They only are using the property the birth certificated persons, the property, those vessels, those commercial vessels, they're acting on those commercial vessels, wherever they are in the commercial realm. It right. doesn't matter if you're, if you're in Illinois or Wisconsin or Idaho. Well, or, the, the commercial waters have, been, have covered over the, because the, the boat, the, the, boat, the America song. The biology, the biology, the, the biology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. sunk. Your biology, the America, sunk beneath the commercial waters in 1827, um, and they even called the boat America. Mm-hmm. They're, they're saying the America sunk. Well, of course it did. All of your mm-hmm. lead, all of your afterbirth is your lead, and so they took that lead through alchemical process. I mean, hell, just look up Tertium Quid. Um, they, mm-hmm. took, they, they created a, a character out of that lead, that you believe is you, so you put all your energy into that fictional character, and what is actually waste material or left behind material now becomes gold. Gold to the mm-hmm. ones that have that on deposit. Now the waste material becomes the gold because you're putting all your energy into that character and ultimately throwing away your own life. Mm-hmm. You've taken on a commercial vessel and thrown away your life. And that's why all, all other countries are under the United States as a corporation. They're a franchise of the corporation. So that's why all of this applies to, can be used by anybody in the world. I mean, 
not only because they're whole, but because in the commercial world, they're all under the District of Columbia because they're a franchise of the United States. And it's all, and that, and, and the Organic Act makes the District of Columbia nothing but uh, corporate fictitious realm through the corporations, a municipal corporation, and now all of these commercial vessels are subject to the law merchant court system, the merchant courts. And so the whole entire world is a municipality under the District of Columbia. Which may, when you go back to Columbia, when you go and really start to dig into the concept of Columbia... The word Columbia, mm-hmm. it goes further than that, but I didn't want to get into that because it, it, this is already too difficult for most people. But what mm-hmm. I'm getting at is that it doesn't make sense. The District of Columbia doesn't make sense. What does that have to do with anything? It's a municipal corporation created specifically to, to uh, manage, administrate the corporate vessels, the commercial vessels that are secured by the, the lead, i.e. biology deposit, the, the, the special deposit that the, 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 your link to God, because that's what's on deposit. Your biology that is closest to God is on deposit, and now they are acting as God mm-hmm. over, over, I mean, because you, you've cut yourself off from God. You're, you're done. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, seriously, now the only way you can get back to God is to go through the the ends of the court, mm-hmm. and because now you're you're not you have no home. You, your home mm-hmm. is underwater, so to speak, and mm-hmm. I mean your actual home. And so they're pretending that you, since you don't have a home, it's the flood, the great flood, by the way. Your your entire existence. This uh, the natives, the indigenous persons, are under the flood, but the flood is nothing more than commerce, the waters of commerce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the flood. So the all indigenous persons, i.e. the Americas, got caught under the commercial waters as well. That's the flood. Mm-hmm. Noah is his ark is all we mm-hmm. have to work with at this point. Remember, so they created a commercial ark, commer- I, I mean a, a fictitious boat mm-hmm. that you can use in the seas of commerce, and it is supported or underwritten. You are the underwriter. For that, mm-hmm. because you believe that the birth certificated boat is you. Mm-hmm. That's all. I mean, this is really simple when you get all the way down to learn. Go, go find out what the Merchant of Venice is all about. The pound of flesh for the commercial boat. You know, go find out what 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 Shakespeare was writing about. What what that mm-hmm. play is all about, and it'll make perfect sense that they created mm-hmm. a commercial boat secured by your biology. It's and then they administrate... Go ahead. No, they, administrate over, they administrate over everything through yes. the merchant courts. Yep. That's why they call it summary judgment. If there's a mm-hmm. deposit, there's a boat. Yeah. If the cut material is left there, remains there as a deposit, and you claim the birthday, there's a boat. Mm-hmm. If there's a boat, it's summary judgment. We're, now we're dealing with merchant, merchants. Our, yep. our merchants arguing over price. Yeah, instead of what uh, Samuel 
Adams intended in the Wealth of Nations, which was cooperation. It becomes a, a war, competition and a war. Gives a whole well, and that, that's what it yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, and, and the reality is that there is no war. Um, because they create the war with the cut. They, they mm-hmm. place a piece of you on deposit. It's a deposition. Hell, they even say it in, I mean, when attorneys say, uh, or judge says, do you have his deposition? That's the deposit. Mm-hmm. Did he admit to the deposit? Mm-hmm. Did he admit the deposit? Is there a boat in play here? Because if there's a boat in play here, we have summary judgment. It's all commerce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's done. If there's no boat in play here, if there's an equity evidenced, none of this goes forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it really comes down to, do you know your link to God? Do you mm-hmm. actually know your godly origin? That's the whole mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and it's game over movie. when you know, it's game yeah. over when you know your godly origin is fertilization. And now you have, you have, knowledge of that material and by having knowledge of it everything they do becomes fraud or better yet it just becomes trespass yeah 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 it all becomes trespass at that point it gives a whole new meaning to the statement get the lead out (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean this is amazing because we are bamboozled by the way that's in Uh the book um and, 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 I just, I, and it seems like almost an afterthought because it doesn't seem like much, but the people that know what, what's in that book, when they, when they see this stuff on paper, printed, they're going to go, ah, crap. I yeah. mean, it's over. It's over. I yeah. mean, there's nothing we can do. Most people won't understand what the book is, is actually saying because they won't take mm-hmm. the time to actually learn it. Right. Um, but, but it's in there, and, and meaning it yeah. is actually in there evidencing you know, first in time, it's evidencing that you have all the rights. Nobody has any other right to speak about your biology. Nobody has any other right to speak about your property. Nobody has any other right to administrate over your stuff. There is no dead man. There is no decedent estate. There isn't any. <laughs> and But the problem with all of that is now you're 100% fully responsible for your existence. Um, sink or swim, no pun intended at this point. I'm just saying that you don't have anybody to blame for your situation but yourself. And if you make bad decisions and you, and you, and you make dumb deals with, with smart people and they take advantage of you after the fact, hey, man, you know what? There's no welfare state now to pick you up. You, it's all you. It's all you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, yep. and I'll pr- I, li- I, I prefer that world over, you know, sucking, sucking at the teat of the state or, or, or worse, drinking the blood of others. Yeah. Drinking so the blood of others. Yeah, yeah. Vampires. That's all this is. This is a world of vampires. They only mm-hmm. come out at night through the through the lo- mm-hmm. the lunatic uh, lunar lunar cycle birth certificated character. They 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 don't exist in reality. Um, all but rise. We're stuck with this. Yeah. All mm-hmm. rise. Yeah. No. And that's what happens. Again, when, when the rising of the court does what? Um, it, 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 across the board, everybody that stands up and agrees that all rise is the, the cessation of actual 
court. It's, mm-hmm. it's the Equity. adjournment mm-hmm. of an actual court, and it goes into um, the night court for, for all mm-hmm. of these birth certificates. It's, it's a commercial court at, at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Administration. A merchant court, it's administrative court for, for merchants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for merchant the court for merchant vessels. For the yeah. municipal merchant vessels, yes. Yeah, and, and it's, that's what it said. What are you looking at? Oh, the, uh, there, I just wondered if there was going to be a big crash right out here. We're right off a highway, a four-lane highway, and sometimes it was just a huge, it almost sounds like a train, you know, sometimes. Really? But it was, yeah, the, um, sometimes when the semis, I guess they have a train sound on there, and it, it just sounded like something anyway. There was just a huge longhorn. So I have a new, I have a new word for uh, instead of saying happy birthday. Uh-oh. It's, I yeah. looked up naked, naked, and it took me, to, uh, one of the words in it was denudation, D-E-N-U-D-A-T-I-O-N. It's from the early 15th century. Active stripping off, covering, making bare. Delay, bare, strip, uncover, expose. To strip, naked, bare. But but think about this. When they discover mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. they're uncovering you. They're taking that cover off. And yeah. by taking the cover off, the cover is that maternal biology. I mean, I know people are completely confused about what I'm, what I'm saying here. But when they take the cover off, when they separate you from that maternal they have separated you from your equity. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, it's your right of way to walk upon the earth. It's your right of way across the motherland in the womb. Mm-hmm. You have a right of passage across mom's land, and mm-hmm. the earth is mom. My mom is mom. And the earth is our mother. I mean, all of our mm-hmm. biology comes from the earth, everything. So we have a right of way over Mother Earth. It's automatic. It's given to us by mom, which is why I think that's the equity. I believe that the accretion becomes the equity that evidences your right of way. But when they do a discovery, discovery, mm-hmm. they're uncovering you. They're taking off your equity so that they can mm-hmm. deal with you and then put you back with it. They're actually uncovering mm-hmm. you through your own admission. They're and creating then a need the, for the middleman. That they're creating the nude. Involved. They're creating the nude, the nude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they're, because you're, now you're, what, a pauper, a vagabond, and fugitive from justice mm-hmm. when you're nude. Mm-hmm. You have no money. You're a mendicant. You're a beggar, mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. so now they act accordingly by your own admission. Mm-hmm. Happy denudation I, I, day. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's horrible what they're doing. Um, I agree. I think yeah. that, that everybody already has all, I mean, again, we, we own everything because it's all our energy that supplied uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the labor and everything else. Um, I'm, I'm really sad that mm-hmm. somebody would do this. To everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what kind of a I don't know what kind of a a, a, a man or woman would do this. What's that? Yeah. 
I just don't either. I don't know. I don't get that kind of thought process at all. Well, there's another way to look at it. I mean, how many people? And again, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the other side on this one. How many? How much would be created mm. if we were 100% in control of all our stuff? I mean, if somebody says we need a new building here for our company, mm. or we need a new bridge to cross over this this river, how many people would actually would actually put in anything? You know, they what that what they do is they float a bond or whatever, and they're able to take all the money out of out of whatever to to build mm-hmm. the bridge. How many people would actually put money in to build a bridge? Well, the only the ones that would see were... va- the only ones that would see value in it. Right, exactly. Yeah. And but how many people would it. see value in it? How many people would see value at, in it? At this day and age, very few. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is is everybody would want to keep their shit to themselves. Mhm. They'd say, yeah, you know, we need a bridge. Why don't you guys go spend your money on it? I'll use the bridge mm-hmm. after it's built, but I don't want to put any of my money into it. Mm-hmm. That's what people are like. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I'm not sure that they were always that way, but I think the indoctrinated people that we live with in this day and age, yes. It used to be where we need, a bridge to get, we, we need a bridge to get across over there. We all help build it. Yeah, I think about my dad back when they had um, the homestead up north of where I grew up. And some, the group of them built a float for the road, dirt road, right? And they had horses. And they would, each each piece of property, wherever that road went, it was that person that family's responsibility to grade that part of the road so they would grade they would take the float over and smooth it out so it was usable and then they would leave it at the edge of their prop of the next property and the next property owner would take care of their section of it and it, it was always taken care of well and think about that um, if all of a sudden you come into one guy that doesn't feel it necessary to waste his time on, on grading that piece of road, mm-hmm. there, you're, you're driving along in one, a beautiful road, and all of a sudden and the next mile is complete crap, and then after that it's, it's nice again because one person decided not to waste his time grading it. I think that's what eminent domain is all about, is saying, listen, these, a lot of these people won't, wouldn't agree to this, so we're gonna we're gonna have we're building a road from you know here to Route 66 from here to there, and we need to take this property so we can build this road that everybody will ultimately pay for. Now, don't get me wrong; I think that's probably the way things have to work because human nature. There's going to be the one guy that says no, or the ten guys that say no across the country, or hundred guys. Um, mm-hmm. Now, again, if if we're a country and we're actually we've agreed to live as a country, um, then eminent domain would be required in order to get, I mean, somebody always is going to feel ripped off, but they're supposed to be paid 
for what that land is worth. They're supposed to be indemnified for that taking. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, we they they may have indemnified everybody, but they don't give anybody access to the indemnity. Right. What they did is they made you agree that the Bible is the truth. If you don't bend a knee and agree to Jesus and all that nonsense, you you don't have equity. And if you don't have equity, you're going to be you're in jail, you're in prison. <laughs> you become a, you, you're now there's a servitude that you yep. don't you can't ever find, you yep. can't ever get rid of. Now, this, yep. when they turned this into a theocracy in 1871 or whatever it was in the 18 with the Civil War, with the Roman civil calendar, the Gregorian calendar, character birth certificated, 14th Amendment citizen franchise uh, uh, vessel secured by your own biology, when they did that, they turned this into a theocracy. Mm-hmm. Where if you don't believe in God or don't profess to believe in God, then that doesn't allow you access to God, which doesn't allow you access to your godly origin, which then eliminates your equity. You either believe in God and have equity, or you don't believe in God and you'll be punished as a child, or you'll be administrated over as a child. That's what's actually happening, and I'm, I'm disgusted with religion. I'm disgusted with theocracies. I'm disgusted with this mentality, because I get it. I get it. There wouldn't be any roads. We've got to figure something out, but you can't punish everyone. Mm-mm. And that's what they're doing. They're punishing everybody. Yeah. Anyway, let's get out of this. Yeah. Let's, let's, this is, there's too much fun in uh, legal maxims. Oh, do, you, do you have access to that? Did you, do you have a PDF over there? Yep, yep. I got it. <laughs> okay, now this time, I, I have to listen to that call we did last time because I have to write down all the ones that we did. Not that I, I, I forget them. I, I mean, if I see it again, I, I'll remember it. But um, hang on a second. I got to go down and get my coffee cup, I think. I think it's down here somewhere. Um, I think I I got to get a different version of it because the one I have, up right now isn't uh, numbered. Mm. Oh, I I, we need the numbers. Yeah, I, I have to go find that one. Let me let me see if I have it here. Uh, did I send that to you? Uh-uh. You found it. Yeah. So does all that District of Columbia stuff, uh, mm-hmm. Columbia, District yeah. of Columbia Organic Act, United States, does that all make sense? It's a theocracy. Yeah. It's just a theocracy. That's what they did. They created a theocracy. Yeah. Badly. Let's see if I okay. can find a collection of if I have it under that. Well, I'll look for it again. There it is. Collection of legal maxims. Yeah. I, for some reason, I don't have the one I thought I had. I had it last week, so let me go get it again. I have this, and it's actually in book form. Yeah, um, Kevin ordered it already. <laughs> Did he? Uh-huh. Collection of maxims of law in, in law and equity. 
by um, S. S. Pelo Bay. Thank you. Do you see it? S. S. Pelo Bay is the author. P. E. L. E. No, P. E. L. O. U. P. E. L. B. E. T. O. U. P. E. L. O. U. O U B E T. B E T. Pelu Bay. Pelu Bay. Pelu Bay. Yeah. Okay, that's the one you have. Um, I, I had yeah, but the one I have doesn't have. So I'm looking for uh, uh, the PDF of it again. I had it last time, but I thought I. Um, I I'll just send it to you. I got it right here. Oh, okay. I thought I. Uh, um, okay. So here it comes. Okay. So how how did your call yesterday go? I mean, it was. Um. It was good. Um, I mean, were you on it, it the whole most, time? Uh, were you, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I um. I mostly just listened. Um, I put in a few here and there, you know, comments. And uh, uh, Sandra asked me to look up words. And so I looked up some stuff. And I mostly just listened. Um, Okay, I sent it. Tell me when you get it. What's really weird, so I, I found this other stuff, or actually somebody sent something or posted something on Facebook today. Um, I'm just waiting for you to get your stuff. But there's a, in uh, the Internal Revenue Service Treasury or whatever, they were talking about what's really weird, because I sent this to myself with a note on it. It says, a security, a security determined without regard to this paragraph A, if Section 1032 prevents the taxpayer. If... Section 1032 prevents the taxpayer from recognizing gain or loss with respect to that security. Look at that. It doesn't. I know you're looking for something or doing something, but let me just. Mm-hmm. If 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 section. Remember, section is a cut. Part mm-hmm. cross section a part. If section 1032, whatever that is, prevents the taxpayer there's a presumption, the taxpayer, from recognizing gain or loss with respect to that security. Remember, I'm talking about the security being the part cut off of you. Now, remember that gain or loss, um, gain would, would show mom's biology attached to you. Loss would be you missing a piece of you. Mm-hmm. So the placenta, evidence is, the placenta evidence is both gain and loss. Yes. The birth certificate evidences gain, mom's biology, and loss, fetal biology. So that birth certificated character evidences both gain and loss. Yes. Yes. What happens happens when you know the truth and you realize that, A, your biology is part of that placenta and you've already, um, through your knowledge, 
uh, all present and accounted for from fertilization of the last breath. So now you've removed or identified the limits of your biology or your godly kingdom, and it, part of that is that placenta. So now mm-hmm. you've taken it out of the placenta. But they took that placenta and put it on deposit. So now yeah. the maternal part, which you know you have a right-of-way over in the womb, that maternal part becomes equity mm-hmm. as opposed to gain or loss. You've already removed the loss because you've identified your entire godly estate, and now you have a right-of-way over the maternal part, which is not a gain because you're not actually claiming it. It's not, you're not saying mm-hmm. it's yours. You're just saying you have mm-hmm. a right of passage. Mm-hmm. So now look at that, that IRS Internal Revenue Service line. It says a security determined without regard to this paragraph. A says if Section 1032 prevents the taxpayer from recognizing gain or loss with respect to that security. By the way, this is the definition of a security. This is in defini- definition as a security. What I'm getting at is it's all about the cut. It's all mm-hmm. about you knowing your godly origin and the limits of your godly estate because then they cannot add. They can't add anything, which or would be subtract. an increase, mm-hmm. or subtract mm-hmm. anything, which would be a, de- a deficiency. They can't do either mm-hmm. if you know the limits of your godly estate. And that's what I'm getting at is you can save yourself. And, and if mm-hmm. you stand your ground and, and stop agreeing to all the nonsense, the fictitious nonsense, um, you lose either way. You're either deficient or you're, 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 there's a surplus. And, and, and either way you lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Either way you lose. Until you choose not to. Until you, until you decide to stop lying. Mm-hmm. Speak, speak only the truth of the matter. Right. All right. Ready? Yep. Did you did you were you able to download that or? Yeah. Um. I'm. Uh. It's saving, but I have it up online, so I've got it. Oh, so you can see it. Okay. So mm-hmm. what we did last time, and I think what mm-hmm. we can do anyway is you just pick random numbers. Mm-hmm. And there are 20, let me see, 2,613 total in the book. Okay. And you can pick any one except the ones we've already done. Okay. And it doesn't matter because I'll remember it. Okay. And I'm going to write them down as we go. But I'm, what, what we're really doing is we're showing how these maxims are either in your favor because you know the truth or they're detrimental because you don't know the truth. Yeah, yeah. And they go either way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Number four. Really? Number four. Where's, let me go to number four. Number four says, and again, I get to butcher Latin, <laughs> the letter A. A latere ascendit juice or use. 
It says, a right ascends laterally. A right ascends collaterally. I'm going to look up right. I mean, I already know what this stuff is. Right. D-E-F. So I'm at Webster's for the, it says a right ascends, A-S-C-E-N-D-S, collaterally. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, righteous, upright mm -hmm. is number one. Being, being in accordance with what is just, good, or proper. Conforming to facts or truth. Correct. Look at okay. <laughs> but no, but look at what it says here. Rights ascend collaterally. Mm -hmm. suitable, appropriate, straight. And then look at this, genuine. Mm -hmm. Real. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, so let, let's look at this from, a, from the standpoint of the placenta. Okay. Um, this is where the, the knowledge of REM in REM versus mm -hmm. RES. Res is a thing about the thing. It's an object or a thing. Right? Mm -hmm. Res is the object or the thing. It's not you. Mm -hmm. Rem, in rem, is the person. Yep. Tell me what res is. Tell me, you tell me, you explain to me what res, R-E-S, is. Res is the um, it's it's a particular thing, a matter. It's it's um, a tract of land. It's the the and it's something set aside. It's separated out from. It's um, well. If I go to Black's Law, mm -hmm. uh, it'll be really easy. Res, R E S. Res, the subject matter of a trust or will. In the civil mm -hmm. law, a thing, an object. There it is right there. The subject matter of a trust or will. In the civil law, a thing, an object. Yeah. Now look at the placenta. Mm -hmm. Fetal maternal biology. If you look at the placenta separate from you as a tertium quid, something entirely different, the placenta becomes a thing, doesn't it? Yes. 
It's separate from you. It's not, it's not part of your body. If it's separate from you, it's not part of your body. If it's not part of your body, it's not in REM. It's not part of your person. Mm-hmm. So if it's not part of your person, it becomes a thing separate from you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So res says the subject matter of a trust or will. In a civil law, a thing or an object. So if you know that the fetal biology that's part of that placenta that is viewed as a thing, what happens if you bring the fetal biology into your godly estate through knowledge? Then it's in REM. Then it becomes in REM. That your godly estate, your your personality, your entire biology would be in REM mm-hmm. as personality or your person. Mm-hmm. And now what happens what happens to the rest of that placental tract of land or that piece of mom's biology that was created specifically for you? It is separate. Yes. But look at it. It's, it's still in the placenta. There's your, your biology, and then there's something that's attached to your biology. Mm-hmm. Is, does, is that not the very definition of collateral? Oh, yeah. Huh? It's collateral to you. When you know yeah. your whole biology begins at fertilization, then the piece that, that maternal accretion becomes collateral to you. Mm-hmm. It's attached. Yeah. It's collateral. You, you, now, don't get me wrong. If you don't know your godly estate, then you, your fetal property becomes collateral to it. Yes. Now look at it. What is, what is it that you said? It says a right ascends collaterally. If you're whole, Linda, it accompanies you. Then it is collateral mm-hmm. to you. And, and think about this. Rights, a right over something. I mean, rights are about property. Yeah. Property rights. I mean, there's nobody that that occupies my biology but me. Mm -hmm. Ever. I'm self-governing. I'm the only spirit inside this body ever. Mm -hmm. I occupy this body. Mm -hmm. Now, again... This is weird. If I'm inside the womb, am I breathing a separate spirit or does mom's spirit? Am I using the spirit or the breath of mom to support me? You're using the breath of mom. What happens when I come out of mom, though? I, be, I become my own breath support. And that's what we're still using the breath of God. But if we're in the womb, it comes through mom's breath. Mm -hmm. 
which require which which then we receive. Mm-hmm. She's supporting us through her own breath. Mm-hmm. But when we're outside of mom, we breathe on our own. Mm-hmm. What yeah, I'm getting at the, is we. Go ahead. What I'm getting at is the placenta evidence is collateral elements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I'm if if I'm whole, I mean seriously, make it really simple. Baby umbilical cord next or embryonic. Is there any collateral element to it at all? No. Baby umbilical extra embryonic is all one biology. It's one. It's one. It's one. It's one. O N E one. Mm-hmm. Does the term one imply collateral anything? No. No. No attachments. No nothing. One. 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 Mm-hmm. No collateral. So where does the right a right ascends collaterally? The right over the right of way over that land. Who, who's the only one that has a right over that accretion? Me. Me. Right. Let's go to the word ascend. By the way, res, it, it implies a thing separate from you. Mm-hmm. Your biology is never separate from you. The only thing mm-hmm. separate from you in the placenta is the maternal part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to go to ascend, A-S-T-E-N-D. To move upward, to slope upward, to conduct nerve impulses toward or to the brain, to rise from a lower level or degree. Look at this. To go back in time in order of genealogical succession. Genealogical succession. To go back in time or in order of genealogical succession. A right ascends collaterally. If I'm speaking specifically of the dowry, the dot, the dowry Mm -hmm. that mom brings to the equation, Is not that maternal biology collateral? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the dowry, the land, the yeah. land that that I I'm allowed the, the uterine wall, that dowry, or the right of way over Mother Earth or the land of Earth. Where do I get no, that no. from? Where do I get that from? Where do I get that from in the placenta or the deposit? It's the natural 
evolution of the zygote implantation, the the strand of land occurs because of implantation. So the dowry over that land, the land itself that is granted to me or given to me or I have a right of way over. If I don't have that land in the womb, let me let me be really clear biologically here. You you don't you don't happen. I don't, you don't happen. You don't continue if, to exist. If I don't plant into the wall of the uterus, if the accretion never occurs, what happens to me? You're passed out of the um in a, you the 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 zygote would uh, spontaneously um, ex- ex- be expelled. It would be expelled. It would be washed out. It would be washed out with the lunar cycle. I'd be gone. I w- if, if my biology, if my godly estate doesn't plant into the wall of the uterus, I'm washed out. Yep. Yep. I don't exist. Mm-mm. That's the motherland. I require that to exist. Mm-hmm. What happens if I don't have, if I don't have that right? Or that right of way. What if somebody takes it away from me? I don't happen. You don't happen. By the way, nobody has any any legitimacy over any of this shit. This is all birth certificated garbage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's all it's all the duality created by the cutting or the the violence upon an innocent newborn. It's all based mm-hmm. upon a tertium quid fetal maternal deposit. It's it's all that. Nature doesn't, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no squirrel that worries about a dowry. Mm -hmm. Nature doesn't care about any of the shit that man has created to control another man. Nature doesn't Mm -hmm. care. Mm -hmm. In fact, even when I say nature doesn't care, I'm anthropomorphizing nature. Mm -hmm. Yes. Nature's indifferent to the stupidity Mm -hmm. of man. Nature's completely indifferent. Mm -hmm. Other than the fact that we're always trying to destroy nature yeah okay now so now let's go back to this this right here it says a right ascends collaterally that statement i mean again i have all the rights over my biology i'm the only occupant but (laughs) what happens if i don't implant into the uterine wall you don't happen. I don't happen. I'm not even here. So it doesn't matter, no matter what I think about, and, and, and this is going to confuse people, but my God, the origin is fertilization. That's, the, that's mm-hmm. creation. Yes. What happens if I don't plant into the wall of the uterus? What, what happens if I don't have access to that collateral uterine wall? What happens if I don't have a right-of-way over that biology? Your, the zygote washes out. In the lunar cycle, as you say, there's you don't so, happen. So you don't evolve. So you even don't evolve. even even if I am created at fertilization, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I don't have if I don't have the right, mm-hmm. the collateral of mother's uterine wall, it's over for me. One of the definitions of collateral collateral is serving to support or reinforce. Without 
that support from the uterine wall. I'm not talking about holding me up. I'm talking about all of the food, all of the oxygen, all of the waste removal. That's all done through that accretion. Yes. I don't exist if if that doesn't occur. I I I let me let me be clear. I do exist. I the, the creation occurs at fertilization, but if I don't plant into the uterine wall, if I don't have that dowry which is collateral to my own existence. Mm-hmm. You don't evolve. I, you can't I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't ascend. I don't move on. This is all biology. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it sounds like I'm splitting hairs, but it's pretty obvious when you know the biology that you require the uterine wall to exist. For a time. Until you come out of her. And mm-hmm. it does say you need to come out of her. Mm-hmm. That's, that's out of Revelations, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, the biology makes this stuff easy if you really mm-hmm. think about it. Mm-hmm. But you've got to think about it. Okay, pick another one. Um, 222. Room 222. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what 222 says. Remember room 222? I have a vague memory, um, but... I, I forget that you're a few years older than me, so the impact of TV or the those shows, well, that it impacted me. You were beyond that already. Well, I was... It, I think I'm... A lot of people in my age group were very affected by it. I just chose not to watch it for 20 years. I was 1998. <laughs> From 71 to 98, I didn't, I didn't partake of it. Right. Well, so well, that, what, what, what year was that TV show? I think it was in the 80s, wasn't it? Oh, maybe, but I'm, I'm going to look at it real quick just because I, yeah, this is what I, I can't. Because I have to do it. Room 222. I'm, I, I'm sure there's some weird significance to the number, but it... well, maybe it was earlier than that. It says sixty-nine to seventy-four. See, we didn't watch TV when I was a kid, so even though it was during that time, I was in high school from uh, sixty-nine to seventy-one, and but we didn't really watch television, so I never really saw it. Yeah, it said it. It actually began in, on September 11th, huh, oh, wow. 1969. But I think it says it ran from. Uh, yeah, so look at me. I mean, so I'm nine years old when it when it begins. There's 112 episodes, and it ran until 1974. So I'm 14. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was right in my mm-hmm. formative, so-called formative years. You know, when mm-hmm. it came on TV, and and I mean, I was watching Partridge Family, and you know. Uh, all that crap, Brady Bunch, and Room uh, 222, it Walt, apparently. It was Walt Whitman High School. <laughs> well, that sounds very literary. Right. And Walt and lost, Whitman. Um, in the City of Angels. <laughs> yeah, Los Angeles. 
city of angels, which is weird because it makes you wonder about the city of angels mm-hmm. and the fictions that, that, that come out of, or uh, go west, young man. Remember, too, that mm-hmm. the whole idea of the go west, young man, um, what happens in the west, the western sky? The sun sets. The sun sets, and then you got the word set, S-E-T, but sunset mm-hmm. is usually considered the, the, um, the death. Mm-hmm. When you when the sunset of your life is actually the death of the light, and the death mm-hmm. of the light is your your the end of of your life. Mm-hmm. It could be the death of the light, which could be consciousness too. Remember, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. think about that. If you go west, young man, and the sun sets on you, it's not. It may not be a physical death. What if it's a conscious sleep? Mm-hmm. The light, well, the light about, being consciousness, consciousness. Yeah, if you think about the five elements, if if the substance of the America is under the waters, water, light, normal light, fire cannot exist in water. It's extinguished when it goes underwater. Okay, so look at that. Your your biology. Your, your life, your physical life, goes underwater with the Americas as an indigenous person. The indigenous person then goes west, young man, and he does what? The light goes out consciously, mm-hmm. but what is offered to him in its place? A fiction. Mm-hmm. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood, obviously, is, is, has to do with conjuring and what have you but but look at that so you take on a fictional character and and now you're no longer thinking you are just performing the character you you're, you don't have to think you got a birth certificate character the light is out your consciousness is out and now you're playing the role of a character that was was given to you through a so-called birth which all, again which is the sinking of the biology and you taking on a commercial vessel that commercial vessel it is not you, and but that also implies the light has gone out, and that, again, we, we always go back to the learned societies, which the antiquarians were, too. We never got to that, but that's okay. Um, the idea is that the, what they're doing is they're subjugating the non-thinkers. Mm-hmm. They're subjugating the, the intellectually incompetent. So if you're, mm-hmm. if you're going to adopt the birth certificated fiction, you have become subject to. Your biology becomes the object of the trust, and now you're entrusting yourself, your life, to probably less than trustworthy worthy representatives. Mm-hmm. And well, actually... It's been proven. They've stolen everything. They're ripping everybody off. They're putting everybody in prison. They're threatening everybody on a regular basis. They're lying to everybody through propaganda, fake, you know, things going on all the time. But, again, we have abandoned consciousness. We have bought into his story, history, rather than being the authors of my story, our own stories. Okay. 222. Wow. See, room 222 even brought something on. <laughs> 222. 
Certa res oportet in judicum deducentur. It is often necessary to bring into court for trial <laughs> a thing which is certain. <laughs> we just, okay. It is often necessary. Okay, I read, so I see three words right now. Necessary, thing, a thing and certain. certain. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, court, though, is the person in suit of a sovereign mm-hmm. and the regal retinue, mm-hmm. wherever he may sojourn. So you, mm-hmm. the retinue is what? A jumble or a... Uh, um, not an acronym. What's the word I'm, I always forget? Anagram. It's an anagram oh, for uterine. uterine. So the yeah, regal retinue, regal retinue, retinue equals uterine. And the uterine, mm-hmm. the material out of the uterus um, afterbirth is the fetal maternal placenta. So that's the retinue. That's that material. But more specifically, it's the maternal part that you clothe yourself in. Remember, that's the mm-hmm. equity. Mm-hmm. That's the dowry. That's the, that's Earth. That's the motherland. Um, but look at it says, it is often necessary to bring into court for, tri- for trial a thing which is certain. All right, so necessary, what's really strange about this is I just did this the other day. By the way, this is in a book too. Um, go to necessary, N-E-C-E-S-S-A-R-Y, and proper, and proper, E-R. O-P-E-R, clause, D-L-A-U-S-E, necessary and proper clause. And I'm, going to, I'm just going to go to, uh, um, I'm not going to go to anything heavy. I think I'm just going to go to Wikipedia because that's okay. generic enough for everybody. The necessary, okay, what does this thing say at, at 222? It is often necessary. All right? Mm-hmm. Necessary and proper clause. The necessary and proper clause, also known as the elastic clause, is a clause in Article One, Section 8 of the United States Constitution. Here's what it says. Congress shall have power to make all laws which shall be necessary and proper for carrying into execution the foregoing powers and all other powers vested by this Constitution in the government of the United States or in any department or officer thereof. Look what it says here. By the way, it says, to make all laws which shall be necessary and proper for carrying into execution the foregoing powers and all other powers vested by this Constitution in the government of the United States. Remember, government of the United States. What's the United States mean? Uh, Columbia... Um, it's Columbia. Columbia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just by the definitions we covered already this morning, it says that Congress shall have power to make all laws which shall be necessary. I'm thinking that when you look at 222, it says it is often necessary to bring into court for trial a thing which is certain. Remember a trial. Mm-hmm. I mean, are, are you strong enough 
to defend a country, Linda, that requires 100% self-determination. And the fact that in the Bible it says to love thy neighbor as thyself, I mean, the fact that you love your opportunity and everything that this place provides for you, are you willing to defend it for other people like you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you. Mm-hmm. Like not, not welfare state recipients, not people that are stealing from other people, not people that don't go to work and take everything, not people that are waiting for somebody to do something for them. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to defend those like you? Because a place like this doesn't come along every day. Mm-mm. I mean, I can't imagine a country really, the, the, the idea of a country where everybody is, is so able to do for themselves without being watched over. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I've, never, I've, I've never experienced it because it was gone by the time I, was, I arrived. It was already gone. It was, mm-hmm. Hell, it was mm-hmm. gone by 1954 or sooner. It was gone by the time they messed around at the UN you know, to create this, this mm-hmm. measure. Yeah. But I can't imagine a place where as long as you don't trespass upon another, you get to build, you get to participate, you get to do all kinds of amazing things without being threatened or requiring license. Mm-hmm. That's the world I want to live in. That's the world I will produce in. That's the mm-hmm. world I think they thought they were building. Mm-hmm. Who was it that said... Yes, if you can, if you can hold on to it, or uh, Benjamin Franklin, yeah, uh, Benjamin Franklin, mm-hmm. yeah, a republic. Yes, if you can, if you can keep it, keep it. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't. Mm-mm. No, we didn't. We 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 went. To, we turned into a theocracy where somebody stole all those things. They 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 now have your biology on deposit as lead. And they're turning it into gold for themselves mm-hmm. yep. through, through a theocratic alchemy, mm-hmm. through a religion. I think I, I, had a, I had a taste of it because I was born early enough to have just the last vestiges and because of my family background where my, you know, my grandfather was very creative and you know, he came out west and he, he created a home that was basically a south-facing uh, bermed house that he built from the slag from the cement plant that was just down the street, down the road from him. And, and, he, and you know, there was, there was this creativity in that of, of and he built a, a cold storage room that was so amazing. Um, and you can see the creativity in, in that. And I heard stories of him building an uh, octagon schoolhouse back in Illinois before he left there. And that was in the late 1800s and the early 1900s. And, yeah, all the Civil War and all of that had happened, but they hadn't locked in all of the, you know, my father grew up driving, you know, driver's licenses weren't even talked about back when he was, That's because you know. they're not necessary. 
They're, they're, exactly. they're not necessary for people to get from A to B. A driver's license is a commercial um, yes. situation for, for yes. commercial waters. That's, that's, that's all it yes. is. Yeah. And he, you know, he was, when he chose to go into the military, he didn't even have a, a, birth, a birth certificate. He was, it was his, <laughs> it was his sibling, one of his siblings who was actually younger than him that uh, uh, swore he was born. <laughs> well, now, now, of course, they have insurance policies on all them guys, and, and the people that reap the benefits, yeah. the true beneficiaries of the birth certificated person are reaping giant benefits to all these guys that die in these wars. Yeah, well, um, and, and every bank account, every, um, I don't care what stock or whatever you have, you only have beneficial interest, and if those things, if there's a problem with any of those uh, entities, you're not the one that gets is not first in line. It's it's the um, well, it's the you don't own it. Actually, it's the DTCC who owns all of that. Um, you don't own a stock anymore. I mean, I remember my grandfather having stock in Coca-Cola my grandfather on my mother's side. And there was actually a stock certificate. And that doesn't happen anymore because it's all, it's all collected by the, and put in the DTCC. So even, even down to you think you have, you know, some kind of stock or money in a bank or any of it. And it's all not, that's, none of that's true. Well, that's because you aren't here exactly no I mean that really is I I, I mm-hmm. know exactly what you're saying but but the point is is that since we've elected um, to 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 go into the once upon a time mm-hmm. the fictitious realm that right there makes it so you don't own anything everything's held in trust and that's mm-hmm. what people don't understand trust trusts aren't for the living trusts are for the missing mm-hmm. presumed dead Missing, mm-hmm. not here, presumed dead, down the road. So now that's all this is. And, and I can't rail against that crap enough. I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, at, trusts are not for living, living beings. You don't need a trust when you're living. Mm-hmm. Um, you need a trust in the fiction. So, yeah, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. If you, if you want to operate in the fiction, if that's your goal is to still suck the blood of your neighbors, you know what I mean? Uh, bend the knee mm-hmm. to the church and all that stuff. Hey, you know what? Set up a trust and keep working through the trust. But if you really want reality and responsibility and, and all that stuff and, and ownership of property, y- you need to wake the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, 222 so, still says, go ahead. Well, did you, and the necessary and proper clause, did you look at that um, McCulloch versus Maryland? The, the landmark, landmark decision? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go do it right now. 1819, McCullough, McCulloch versus Maryland. It's always versus Maryland for some reason. Yeah. Maryland. It says, Maryland. was a landmark U.S. Supreme Court decision that, was, that defined the scope of the U.S. Congress's legislative power and how it relates to the powers of American state legislators legislatures american mm-hmm. Colombian, united states it says the mm-hmm. dispute in mccullough involved the legality of the national bank 
and a tax that the state of Maryland imposed on it. it. In its ruling, the Supreme Court established, firstly, that the Necessary and Proper Clause of the United States Constitution gives the U.S. small-f federal government. What does that mean? What's the U.S. small-f federal government mean? What is the, the small-f federal mean? God's covenant with man and government is okay. But if uh, what I'm getting at is if 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 the United States is always Colombia using using the original biology as the deposit mm-hmm. as the security, whose is that biology? Mine. It's yours. Mm-hmm. The small f federal is evidencing a government linked directly to God. Mm-hmm. And if you abandon God, you've abandoned your ability to self-govern. Mm-hmm. And in McCullough, they're even saying the necessary and proper clause of the U.S. Constitution gives the U.S. federal, small-f government, certain, certain implied powers necessary and proper for the exercise of the powers in of the powers enumerated explicitly in the constitution by the way if you've abandoned reality it becomes necessary for somebody else mhm to do what you're unwilling to do mhm that's the small left federal government the district of columbia is for all is for the is, is for all of the decedent estates. They administrate over all of those that have abandoned God. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Take out a birthday, done. Abandon God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now we have to administrate that estate because he's mentally ill. He's mm-hmm. incapacitated. He's an infant. And that's what they did. They, but they, by the way, don't get me wrong. It was created for this purpose. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean you have to participate. The truth doesn't have enemies. That's the best part about this. You're not a belligerent. You're not a belligerent if you are only identifying the truth. Mm-hmm. You're a belligerent when you claim a birthday. It's the opposite. Yeah. So read the rest of that sentence. And secondly, secondly, the federal American small f federal government is supreme over the states and so states ability to interfere with the federal government is restricted small f federal and that's the necessary and proper mm-hmm. it's necessary let's go to the word necessary at webster's okay. necessary i'll go to where it is I mean, if you're not going to do it, somebody else has to do it. If you're not going to be here mm-hmm. for your own property, then they're going to put your property in trust. If you're mm-hmm. not going to be responsible, mm-hmm. I mean, by the way, they knew this. They, they knew all the biology a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Necessary. Absolutely needed. It's required. Number 2A, of an inevitable nature inescapable by the way fertilization is inevitable i mean once it Mm -hmm. once it happens from there on it's all what it is Mm -hmm. it's inescapable 
Mm -hmm. And implantation is also absolutely needed and required and inevitable. But in order it's, for it's just part of the, to evolve. Yeah, it's far part, it's part of the natural order. It's not the beginning, but it's it's still it's not the beginning. It's mm-hmm. not the beginning. So what they did is they created a system that only identifies the mother load, the mother part, the mother land, mm-hmm. which is the yeah. birth certificated position. But if I go all the way back to the beginning and I'm here today, I, mm-hmm. I get that. Uh-huh. I get it. Yeah, well, and it's, it's logically, biologically impossible to do it because there's nothing to implant if there isn't something prior. I guess we're, I mean, again, I'm splitting hairs here. I could have been created, and, but not implant. Mm-hmm. And then I, I would have never existed as me. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't right. be here. I would have never been here. I would have never made it. I would have been spontaneously aborted. I would have been washed out of mother's womb, and I would have never existed, even though yeah. creation occurred. Right. Yeah. You couldn't evolve now, into who you are now. So now creation occurs at fertilization. Seven days later, I plant into the wall of the uterus. I've landed. Mm-hmm. I'm on Earth. I'm no longer floating around in space, literally. Mm-hmm. I've landed. But the same natural cycles occur. Everything happening inside me, inside my godly estate, is, is now occurring, but with the support of mom, with the support of, support of mother, the implantation. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then, 280 days later, or whatever, 260 days later, I, 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 I break out of my fetal membranes. I extend myself through the umbilical cord, which is also me, out beyond the, the stargate, the vagina itself, the, the port of entry to this realm, I'm, I'm, now I'm out here. Mm-hmm. But I'm still, my godly estate is still baby, umbilical, and extraembryonic, and part of the extraembryonic might still be adhering to the wall of the uterus. Mm-hmm. I'm now straddling two realms of existence, in the womb and out mm-hmm. of the womb. Mm-hmm. They clamp and cut the cord. Now I'm breathing on my own out here, separate from mother. I've come out of her, biblically. Mm-hmm. But a piece of me, the umbilical cord, and a, the rest of me, the extra embryonic material, is still attached to the wall of the uterus for some mm-hmm. small amount of time. Uh, eventually, all of that comes out as afterbirth, the second coming, and it gets weighed separately from baby, mm-hmm. and it's given a title the birth certificate. That's the character. Now, the problem is, if I turn my back on fertilization, I get none of it. If I just take a birthday, or I'm basically acknowledging the war, I'm acknowledging the the competition over (laughs) who's rewarded the dowry, who's rewarded the, uh, the equity. But I can't be here now Mm-mm. without implantation. Mm-hmm. So implantation is logical. Yes. In the order of things. So I'm created, I implant, 
I come out of her, and 64 years later, I'm sitting here. It's all one life. And implantation is part of that. It's, it's, it's collateral to that. It's my dowry. But I have to be here now in order to uh, prove that. What happens, I mean, I mean, if I would have died 10 years ago, I wouldn't be here now. But it would have <laughs> still occurred, but I wouldn't be here now. The beneficiary of that system would have already taken all the money, all the, all the, all the energy. Mm-hmm. I think that it's the third party, third person. I think it's the tertium quid that is the beneficiary to everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they, and they control that because they created it. So they're the beneficiary to everything. Our, our, our existence, our energy, our death, the, the insurance policy, the payable on death pod uh, 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 insurance policy, they're the beneficiary to everything. Mm-hmm. The creators of that birth certificated character. We're yeah. just the source of energy. Yeah. Or, or the labor. Mm-hmm. But look at, so let's, so now you got, it is often necessary to bring into court for trial a thing which is certain. Now, again, I'm not a thing. My godly estate is not a thing because it's all one biology, which makes it in REM. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is a piece of me was cut off, was placed on deposit, was given a title. And that thing is the birth certificated character. Mm-hmm. And it says, it is often necessary to bring into court for trial a thing. Well, in, in, in the corporate realm, in the corporate realm, corporate realm, they, the only way they can deal at the corporate level is with a corporate entity. Mm-hmm. The Constitution is a corporate entity. The Bill of Rights protects living men and women, living beings. But the Constitution only deals with corporate entities. So it's necessary and proper for the business within the corporation to do with another, to do business with the, another corporate entity, a corporate person. Yes. And that's, that's the birth certificated character. So the necessary and proper clause. They're using that veto maternal third-party third person to do business Mm -hmm. at the franchise level. And that's what the 14th Amendment citizenship is. That's why the District of Columbia was created in the Organic Act. That's why Haslam versus Lockwood talks about presumably abandoned waste material, i.e. biology. That's why the, the 1871 definition for phantom limb was created. That's why the White House is a, is, is, is a um, ghost house. Mm-hmm. That's why the Library of Congress is the library of last resort mm-hmm. for, for ghosts. That's, that's the ghost of the father, the founding father, which is your fetal biology. That's the founding father mm-hmm. on a shelf as a book in the Library of Congress, Library of Last Resort, Last Name, mm-hmm. Last, the shoe itself, the shoe you put on. Um, mm-hmm. There's all kinds of definitions that go with this stuff. But anyway, it says it is often necessary to bring into court or trial a thing. Again, you're not a thing, 
But the piece of you cut off, the fetal part of you that's connected to the maternal part of mom, is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a third thing that, that was patented at 35 USC 101 as a composition of matter. Composition of matter could, could be where two biologies are put together, but also a composition of matter, couldn't it be a title? The composition, mm-hmm. the title, the, the written words that identify those two pieces of matter together? Mm-hmm. But it says can be patent, is patentable. So my guess is that the two elements, the, the tertium quid elements, the placenta looked at as a third thing separately, an organ all by itself, I think that was 92 chromosomes, not of nature. It became a patentable thing, and now it's a thing patented. So they're bringing the patent in to the courtroom. Yes. That's what they're bringing into the courtroom is the patent. Who owns the patent? Mm-hmm. Well, they're saying whoever created whoever it. created the whoever created the thing would be the patent owner. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, if I remove my biology with the knowledge of fertilization, the last breath, all There's of a sudden the dowry. There was, there was never anything to patent. The patent mm-hmm. becomes moot or, or, or uh, mm-hmm. null and void. Mm-hmm. That's where equity comes in. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is not separate from any, me anymore. There's me, the living man, from fertilization to this moment. But now there's a piece of ground that becomes a dowry to me, the living. And, and the patent becomes equity for me. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. That's the war. The war is yeah. over your soul. It's over your mind. It's, the soul and mind are the same. So what the, that's what the war is. Do you know your godly origin? Can you stand your ground? What is your ground? No, really, really think about this. Underfoot, where did you first land? What is the ground you stand on, Linda? Not the ground you're made yeah. of. What is the ground? What is the first ground you ever stood on? You ever, that you landed upon? Yeah, my my mother's uterine wall. That's the accretion. That's your ground. Mm-hmm. So you stand your ground. You're standing upon mm-hmm. the ground that mom gave you as a right of way to the earth. Mm-hmm. That's standing your yeah. ground. Yes. Yeah. And Article Thirty Eight of the Libra Code says that if you don't flee, if you don't flee, you'll be indemnified. What, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. That stand if your ground. You don't, if you stand your ground, then you can be acknowledged as whole. You can be seen. And indemnified is they that are whole need not a physician. There it is. I, I think the dot, the Curtis R. period, our period represents the fetal, and the dot represents the, the accretion or the dowry. It also ends, it's a full stop, so then it, it goes, then there's the commercial vessel known as Kallenbach or the industrial property known as Kallenbach. Everything's where it belongs. Everything's in its place. It's, nothing's out of order. Mm-hmm. Um, it proves ownership. It proves right-of-way. It proves legitimacy with the father. Um, that's it. Yeah, well, the, the my first name, Linda, is the baby, and the M is the 
extra embryonic and the period is the mother's part of the placenta so there that's the whole if the, if it puts together there is no cut there right and there's a period mm-hmm. so it's separating the world of the living from the fictitious Kallenbach. yes so they're yes. not they can't hold me accountable as the deposit when i'm whole and and then Kallenbach, the fictitious character is I'm, I'm evidencing also legitimacy mm-hmm. because I'm living and and Colin Bach was given to me by my dad I what I'm actually calling this now is it's kind of the sword and the stone mm-hmm. the S word or the sword is my father's name and it's it's been branded or placed upon the stone which is the placenta and, wow. oh, and so that's Excalibur. And I may, when I when I have the truth and I know, I know all of this. I'm able to withdraw. Withdraw my father's name from the stone, which means mm-hmm. I have access to the value, of the deposit. I'm able to withdraw, my father's name from the stone. And mm-hmm. use the equity. Of Excalibur, you see what I'm getting at—the sword. Yeah, wow. And you can wield. If they the put sword. my father's name on the placenta. I mean, Curtis Richard Kallenbach has Kallenbach attached to the afterbirth. That's that. that the placenta is the stone, and they put Kallenbach. Wow. They put that. They put my father's sword into, into the stone. Stone. Wow. And I, the only way I can withdraw it is having this knowledge. Uh, of of what's the difference between all of it and so mm-hmm. i'm able to withdraw my father's name the value the energy the trade name i'm able to withdraw that name and the value from the stone it's not stuck in it right and then i have access to the equity there it is. Because the, I, the sword evidences can, your equity. Yeah, I can pull the sword out of the the stone, which is the 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 my the fetal material and the right of way, and then I can wield the sword of equity within the system. Yes. Now you're not a pauper, vagabond, and fugitive from justice. Right. And only I can, I am the only one that can pull the sword out of my stone. You are the only one because the, <laughs> everything lines up for you and you alone. So only the rightful owner yes. can, can, can pull that sword out. Wow. I mean, I, it makes perfect sense because I also know that the placenta is considered a philosopher's stone because right. the believers of those, those that understand what philosophy is, if I put my faith or belief into the fetal-maternal stone, the stone meaning threshold or marker of the threshold, which is nothing more than what the placenta is, when that falls at the, at the threshold between the unborn and born, when they clamp and cut that off, it becomes a marker a headstone, and head means origin, so it's evidencing your father as well, I and my father are one. Again, mm-hmm. it all goes back to it's the philosophy 
of reality. And it doesn't take belief. I just know that my godly origins fertilization, they might call it Christianity. They might call it fundamental Christianity. I don't use any labels at all. I'm just saying that my godly origins fertilization, I required implantation. I'm here today, which means I moved from that island, from that implantation, out of the womb. I crossed the threshold. They cut a piece off of me off, placed it on deposit, and, and waited for King Arthur to return. Mm-hmm. That's me. I'm and the king. I, and when I removed the stone, I... The, the, the sword. The sword from the stone and stand my ground, I have my connection to mother, to the earth, mom. I can stand my ground. And I have accessed my father's lineage, my ancestors. Which makes you, which is why you're the only legitimate one that can withdraw the stone or the sword. Yeah. It's legitimacy. I mean, now they've messed around with legitimacy and through adoption and all that, but you can't adopt somebody else's placenta. What they did is they collectivized. I mean, they they put all of these stones into one, you know, public pool and and made it the public. They made it common. They made it the public. Um, but the reality is, is it's your kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's your godly estate. It's your kingdom and your kingdom alone. That's sovereignty. Now, mm-hmm. that's why the court is, is the person and suit of the sovereign. And, and, and then, obviously, the regal retinue. With his regal retinue, wherever he may sojourn, wherever he's traveling, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. indemnity. That's immunity from prosecution within the, the fictitious realm. That's because you have knowledge of reality and you're not mentally ill anymore. Right. And maybe you'll, you'll, you'll do the right thing because you'll realize how important it is. The right thing is good for everyone. Yes. Doing the right thing is always good for everyone, not just you, but for everyone else. Right. So it says, it is often necessary to bring into court for trial a thing which is certain. So I'm, not, I'm going to go to the word certain. C-E-R-T-A-I-N. Fixed. Settled. It is often necessary to bring into court for trial a thing which is settled. Does that rock, does that placenta where it has fallen and become a marker is it fixed mm-hmm. yeah of course it is it doesn't move it evidences the location where you came in the doorway mm-hmm. it's a threshold between the fiction and reality so it's, nece- it's often necessary to bring into court for trial a thing which is certain. So the piece they cut off of you where it fall into the ground, where it marked the location where you came here, that evidence is you coming here. Mm-hmm. It, it could be also evidencing the ground, the, the, the right of way to cross over. Mm-hmm. Remember that from in the womb to out of the womb, you require that motherland in order to get here. 
If the motherland is not made available to you, you can't be here. You know what? You know what the, I just envisioned something. So you and I are walking along. We're in the woods, and it, and it mm-hmm. rained a little while ago, and, and all kinds of little um, tributaries, little, little, little creeks sprung up. Mm-hmm. And I'm wearing mm-hmm. a jacket. And because I'm chivalrous, we're walking along, and, and I don't want you to get it wet, so I put my jacket down over the, water, over the little water thing, mm-hmm. and you walk across and don't get wet. Mm-hmm. Think about that jacket and your ability to cross the water mm-hmm. without getting wet. Wow. The jacket is the accretion that allows you to get out of the world of water to cross over without getting wet. Mm-hmm. Does that, I mean, think about just that yep. little act of kindness or that, that gesture of chivalry where I'm, I'm, I'm actually showing you that I'm putting my jacket, I'm taking my jacket off, I'm putting it down on the ground so you can walk across this little patch of wet. Mm-hmm. So you don't get wet. That's what I see. I see this thing, this motherland, as being the, the, the ability to cross over all of the wet, all of the water. Mm-hmm. Whatever they're thinking doesn't matter to me. I don't care about their fictions. I'm talking about a biological thing that allows me to get out of the waters of mother, the watery realm, and that, that happens to be the only thing that allows me to get out of there alive Yeah, is that accretion, mm-hmm. that vest. That vest, that thing that covers me, that protects me, or that, that gives me, keeps me alive while I'm in there. Mm-hmm. Now, once I come out, what do I do? I just discard it. I don't need that crap. Well, um, that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So certain says fixed, settled says, too, a specific but unspecified character, quantity, or degree. A specific but unspecified. That's generic. Yep. Unspecified would mean no name, John Doe. But it Mm -hmm. says specific, which means there's something there, we just don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Goes on to say dependable, reliable. In the, known or proved to be true. Look at that. They already have the facts. They have the evidence. A piece of you was placed on deposit. This actually does exist. The fact that you don't know it exists, the fact that you forgot about it, doesn't mean there's not a war over it by somebody. Somebody's yeah. competing for it, whether you know it or not. Yeah. Because it's your equity. It's a trust fund. Yeah. It's a trust fund. Uh, four says inevitable. Certain means inevitable. Number four B says incapable of failing, destined. I mean, think about this. They have this piece of you on deposit, absolutely positively. Evidence is your link to creation. Your link to God, hands down. They know your godly origin, and you've forgotten it. Who's going to win every time? They are. They are. Summary judgment. Look at this. No. Summary judgment. Already done. You've already been, mm-hmm. this, this material's already been judged. We already know yep. what it is. 
We know what it does. Yep. You have abandoned it. We're going to go ahead and take it. Yep. Thank you very much. Now we have access. Yep. Thank you very much. Now we have access to the to the to the trust fund. Mm-hmm. And we're going to we're Thank raiders you. of the lost ark. We're raiders yep. of the lost ark. That's who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to get a few more bombs to keep the delusion going. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we need to keep everybody afraid of everything so they never come back to reality. Yep. Uh, five says, assured in mind or action. Mm-hmm. So let me read that again. It says, it is often necessary to bring into court for trial a thing which is certain. Hey, listen, they can bring it in there. But I now have equity because I know that I wouldn't be here today without the implantation and without my origin. My origin only is creation. But if I don't plant into the wall of the uterus, I get washed out of the uterus as, as waste material and I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I can't be here. But what happens if I am here? Well, then their paperwork evidences an equity. An equity. Their paperwork evidences an equity because my belly button proves that I was attached to something yep. which has been removed in time and space and placed on deposit, which makes it fixed or, or settled. It's already settled. Mm-hmm. This account is already settled. Mm-hmm. Now, they removed all the money from the, 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 the system, and that now it's just all based upon this. I'm sure there's gold and silver somewhere, but mm-hmm. I think that's moving, that's moving through these, these banks or these, these countries. Uh, based upon the direction of faith. Um, what, what else does this say for certain? Certain ones. Um, anyway, so, again, it's often necessary to bring into court for trial a thing which is certain. And again, when, you, when you're whole, W-H-O-L-E, first of all, you don't get brought into court. Mm-hmm. This is what's, what I'm getting at. It's, it says it's often necessary to bring into court for trial a thing which is certain. So look at that. If you, re, if you take the sense in a different way, a thing which is certain, it is often necessary to bring into court for trial a thing which is certain. Well, no you just, if, you, if you claim a birthday, then it's certain. Then it's certain, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But no thing. I mean, say it. Well, no thing, no certainty. There it is. Well, if, there is no th- if there is no thing separate from you, mm-hmm. then, then it becomes equity. And, and only you can do this. Only you can say it. Only right. you can speak it into reality because everything else is hearsay. Everything not you is hearsay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Pick one. We'll do one more. Um, 1354. 1354? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm always excited just to see what the hell these are. Yeah. Well, I was just scrolling down and I hit that one. And I was like, okay, we're going to do this one next. 
What is it? Let me see what it says. It's funny because it's not even scary to do this. Mm-hmm. When you really look at the words, you, re- you already know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Mercis appellatone hominis non contenere. contenere. Look at that. Men are not included under the name of merchandise. Men are not included under the name of merchandise. Isn't that lovely? (laughs) That's amazing. In this one, if the merchandise... The thing. ...is the thing... Mm-hmm. But a, a man cannot be here. This is what. Mm-hmm. This is why this is so hard for people most of the time. They don't realize that if the merchandise exists, then you men can't be exist. here. Mm-mm. Men don't exist. Mm-mm. That's why you keep because saying they're, they, all mama. they're all mama's boys. They, right. They're right. If, if the birth if, the, if, if you claim a birthday, birthdays are for infants only. Mm-hmm. Infant. There are no men that are infants. Or I should say oh. there are no infants that are men. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. An infant is not, a, is not considered uh, a mature man. Mm-hmm. It has all kinds of other uh, uh, incapacities on so many levels, but it is not a man as, mm-hmm. as that has. Um, I'm, I'm going to use, for lack of a better term, the age of majority, meaning that he has. He's not sui. Um, what would be the mm-hmm. word? Uh, he's not sui juris. I don't like those words because I'm playing into the, the, the fiction. But the idea is that it says men are not included under the name of merchandise. I think Curtis Richard Kallenbach is merchandise. It's a character in his story. Mm-hmm. That that is, let's say, a chapter or an incident or an episode or whatever, but it gets bought and sold. Mm-hmm. It gets bought and sold. That's merchandise in his story. There was a – in Seinfeld – I don't know if you ever watched Seinfeld, but Seinfeld turned out to be a pretty, <laughs> pretty great uh, sitcom. But anyway, there was a – um, one of the episodes was where Kramer sold his life stories to another guy because the other guy's life was actually kind of boring, uh, Jay Peterman. Jay Peterman, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, he, he, he sold clothing, a line of clothing, like he was out there in the world doing all these amazing things, but he really was just sitting at home eating pizza and, and whatever. He looked like he was a world traveler, but... And he, and he was sophisticated, like a world traveler would be. But he wasn't. 
And so when he, when he heard some of the stories that, about Kramer, he paid Kramer money. He gave Kramer money for Kramer's stories. Hmm. So Kramer lost the rights to his own life stories. He could never t- tell the story anymore because they weren't his. He sold out. He sold his own stories. Wow. Now somebody else owns the stories. And this is a sitcom. Mm-hmm. So Kramer can't even tell the story anymore because he doesn't have the rights to it, even though he lived it. Mm-hmm. That's wow. what we're getting at here. Mm-hmm. By us allowing our own life story to go into his story and taking some advance, some, some monies, on deposit or some value on deposit in advance of the story, we've lost the rights to our own lives, our own stories. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. They created a character that we get to use in a commercial realm that is not us. Yep. We sell ourselves short. We sell our lives short. Mm-hmm. And then it, it, everything that we do after that becomes part of somebody else's um, narrative or somebody else's uh, liter- literature, literary uh, expression, which is his story. And by it becoming a third-party, third-person history, um, it's not ours anymore. And now we're trespassing on our own lives. Think about that. I'm sorry, sir, you don't have a right to your life. Well, why? Because you sold out. You already sold it. You sold everything. You got an advance payment. You got an advance. An advance? Yeah. We deposited 500000 in an account credit. We credited your account 500000 when you arrived. Oh, oops. We forgot to tell you about that. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Nobody, nobody told you how to use that? Nobody told you that we credited an account for that character? You sold us? Your life? Something makes a whole new meaning of sold your soul, isn't it? Or made a deal with the devil. That's exactly what's happened because the devil's in the details mm-hmm. and the details right. are less than whole. I mean, anything mm-hmm. less than whole is a detail. So again, by, by selling short, by selling any yourself at any point, it's a detail and that's selling your soul. Mm-hmm. The devil's in the details, literally. Um, but again, it goes on, it really says, men are not, yeah. go ahead. Well, I was going to say merchandise, the definition in Merriam-Webster's is the commodities or goods that are bought and sold in business. Okay, we'll finish with goods. Because it says the commodities or goods what? Bought and sold? Mm-hmm. In business. In, in business. But listen, mm-hmm. if, 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 if I'm whole, then there is no unborn of animal. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so let's take that off the table. Because I'm going to go to Black's Law, and I'm going to go to goods. That are, it says goods bought and sold, right? Yeah. Okay, let me go to goods. Goods. There it is, page uh, 624. Good says, the term of variable content and meaning. It may include every species of personal property, 
or it may be given a very restricted meaning. Items of merchandise, supplies, raw materials, or finished goods. Sometimes the meaning of goods is extended to include all tangible items, as in the phrase goods and services. All things including uh, all things including specially manufactured goods which are movable at the time of identification to the contract for sale other than the money in which the price is to be paid. But by the way, it says at the time of identification. That's another legal term. Id entity. Identification. To the contract, uh, it goes on to say the price is to be paid investment securities and things in action those what's another word for things in action uh chose in action so chose c-h-o-s-e a chose or, or a shows is a thing it goes on to say also includes the unborn of animals okay that's the piece that was cut off of me that was not considered born or me maybe the savage maybe the baby is unborn think about that I mean, if the, if, the, if the afterbirth material gets the title, then maybe the baby goes unborn or is lost at sea. You got that? Yeah. And it's, it, I don't know. I mean, like you said, I, I mean, it's obvious to me that it's, it's, it's two things, but I, I do kind of look at them differently every once in a while, different light. It says, also includes unborn of animals and growing crops, and other identified things attached to realty as fixtures. Okay, there it is right there. So unborn of animals is unborn, which then you need to define born. Which part of you is born? Which is the born? Mm. I, again, born alive is, is the product of conception. The product of conception is the maternal wall accretion, which is part of the placenta. So the only thing born alive is part of the placenta and its collateral product, remember, is your fetal biology. That's the only thing born alive and that's the only thing that's a product of conception. But it goes on to say, and other identified things attach to realty as fixtures. All right, a piece of your biology, the boat you came in on, is attached to the piece of mother, the uterine wall, so mother is like an island. When, it, when the placenta comes out, a piece of mom's uterine wall, not the whole uterus, just a piece, so it's like an island on, of, on the motherland. The motherland being all of mom, and of course then all of mom is part of the earth, so you have this island, this piece of mom's uterine wall, the accretion, and it has your boat, the, the, your fetal biology, the original fetal biology, or the earliest version of you, the ark itself, the boat stranded on that island. Mm-hmm. Stranded. It says, and other identified things attached to realty as fixtures. So your boat is stranded on this island. The island is the realty. And the abandoned boat or vessel becomes the fixture. Now, goods takes on a different look, where it's 
it's specific now mm-hmm. to the placenta. And, and merchandise said, uh, wasn't there a fix? What was it? Goods was fixed. What was it that was fixed? I forgot. Oh, you mean fixed on or what is fixed? Certain. Yeah, certain. That's certain, right. the very fixed. first word for certain was fixed. Yeah. So your biology, your boat, your the Ark of the Covenant itself, the very thing, the boat you came in on, is fixed upon mm-hmm. this real estate or this realty, which is mom's uterine wall. That's certain. Mm-hmm. The placenta evidences it. It's a fa- it's a matter of fact. Now. How do you get around that? You, 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 you have knowledge of your godly origin and the fact that you're still using that biology. If you're still using that biology, it, it isn't settled and it isn't fixed. Going back to this... Men are not included under the name of merchandise. That's huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if the placental deposit becomes a chattel property, that's merchandise. It's a movable mm-hmm. piece to be bought and sold. Mm-hmm. But men are not to be I think that's huge. Yeah, I know. And it says included. Men are not included under the name of merchandise. So the fact that you're not included means that you're not for sale. I mean, this is a, a, a law maxim, a legal maxim. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I guess I don't... The so truth good. actually makes you, it makes you free, Linda, so easily. I know. Wow. Yeah. I, and, and, and these corporate constitutions, all of these corporate entities that are you know, established through Delaware or through the United States or or whatever. I mean, the the, the fictitious realm, fictio cita veritati, fiction yields the truth. Mm-hmm. And and I think that we we were we did good to clarify that creation creation. I mean, I evidence creation right now. My 46 chromosomes evidences the sperm and ovum um, fertilization process because mm-hmm. I'm here right now. Right now. I'm here. Um, the problem is if I only go from here back to fertilization, Linda, this is really, really important. I just mm-hmm. realized how important this was. If, I just, if I'm only looking at fertilization, 
And that and, and I understand my godly origin is fertilization and I, I understand my, my biological estate is these forty six chromosomes. That the fact that I'm still here today means that from the moment of creation, which in, seven seven days later, let's say I land into the wall of the uterus, all mm-hmm. of the things mom does for me in in during implantation, she supports me, she keeps me alive, she does everything that's necessary. Then I, I extend myself off the wall of the uterus. I extend myself because, remember, the umbilical cord is an extension of me. So I'm extending myself across the motherland because I have a right-of-way. And then I extend myself out through the stargate, the vagina. I cross over from the wall of uh, the, 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 uh, the world of water, the, the, the unborn, I cross over into the world of the born, mm-hmm. into view of everyone that is there, mm-hmm. that are witnessing this. Well, guess what? Baby umbilical and extra embryonic are all one godly estate. Mm-hmm. And in order for me to get all the way here, I had to be, attached to mom in, in the uterine wall mm-hmm. or upon the uterine wall. And, and the thing is, is that when they clamp and cut the cord, yeah, I'm out here. But then the rest of that material that afterbirth comes out with umbilical cord extra embryonic still attached to part of the uterine wall. The uterine wall is the dowry mm-hmm. evidencing, evidencing that I was there, that I landed on earth that I'm here on earth, that I have a right of way on earth. What happens if I don't know the dowry? What if I don't know about the uterine wall? What if I don't know a way to claim that? I mean, does Curtis Kallenbach, yeah, does Curtis Kallenbach evidence the dowry? No. 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 And Curtis Richard Kallenbach makes no sense. Because no. Curtis Richard Kallenbach doesn't exist except as the placenta. Right. So there is a way that they've designed, I believe, to evidence both Linda, the woman I'm talking to now, mm-hmm. Linda's fetal biology that was part of the placenta, mom's maternal biology that was part of the placenta, and legitimacy to your father's industrial property, children. Yeah. I think there's a way to do that. And that is the way they designed after the United Nations created the measure. Remember, Harry S. Period Truman showed us the way. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that's the only way you can evidence you're landing on earth. Mm-hmm. I think you need the dowry. I think you need the motherland evidencing your landing on earth or your mm-hmm. right of way across earth without permission. Right. And that, yeah. and that is the yeah. period, the mm-hmm. dot. Yeah. Cause we can, we can, claim our wholeness, but unless we have a right-of-way, we still have no right to the earth. And until we're learned 
enough, Linda. Mm-hmm. And we're lit mm-hmm. and we're literate mm-hmm. about it. Then we have no way to prove it on paper. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. again, the man the the man of letters is the literate, educated, learned man that evidences not only his godly origin, but he evidences the dowry of mom. Mm-hmm. So he's not yeah. lost in space, and he's, he's not lost at sea, and he's here now. And, and he's, he's grounded. He can stand his and ground he's, and he's, he's grounded. Right. Can stand his ground. Article 38 of the mm-hmm. Libra Code actually show. I mean, you're indemnified for that spoliated mm-hmm. property, that the, the property that was taken from you, that was necessary and proper for the United States. To, and then uh, he's a man. Ident- Say it again. And then, and then he's a man, and he's not included under the name of merchandise. Right. And and now mm-hmm. the Bill of Rights, because you're a man mm-hmm. and not merchandise. Mm-hmm. The Bill of mm-hmm. Rights protects you from the corporate, yes, con- the corporate constitution. Yep. Yeah, this, okay, is, this we, is amazing. Okay. We so I I it it hit me when you said maybe the baby's not born. Right. So I looked up "born" in etymology, and it says Old English "boren" b o r e n alternative past participle of B-E-R-A-N, see bear, and the E-N of the Middle English past participles tend to drop the E in some verbs, especially after vowels R and L, hence also in slain, and Middle English stolen. In modern use, the connection with bear is no longer felt. The place, phrase to be born has become virtually an intransitive verb. So I looked up bear, and it means to carry, to bring forth, to give birth, to produce, to endure without resistance, to support, to hold up, to sustain, to wear. And so bear or born to give birth is what the mother does. Right. And then slain in there is that has been killed. Look at that then. So so to bear, I mean, the evidence, I mean, seriously, if you're still, the placenta still has evidence that you're still in mother. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're still connected to mother, which means you're, you're unborn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The birth, the, 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 let me say that again, the placenta with your fetal biology attached to mom is not evidencing, I mean, it's, mom is still bearing. Mm-hmm. The burden. She mm-hmm. has that, the, the burden of that child, mm-hmm. um, which to me is the welfare state. Yeah. But, but that's yep. a different mindset. What I'm getting at is that the, the placenta evidences an unborn position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you claim a birthday or you're you're working off the birthday, that's an unborn position. You're lost at sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, unborn. Mm-hmm. The birth certificate evidences 
you unborn mm-hmm. because your biology is still attached to mom mm-hmm. in the placenta. Wow, there it is. I mean, d- does that make Is that what you were thinking? Yeah, well, and, and born and B-O-R-N-E is carried, sustained, and endured, and that kind of goes to the government shall be upon your head. Does that make any sense? That as long as you claim the birthday, then you you never you never get to be fully out here in the world. You're, you're well. That's birth. because you're unborn. Look, mm-hmm. the birth yeah. certificate evidences your biology still attached to the wall of the uterus. Right. Is that a born or, or unborn position? Unborn. It's unborn. So the birth certificated fetal maternal placenta evidences unborn. Mm-hmm. But they created a term, born alive, mm-hmm. for the unborn. I mean, I mean for that mm-hmm. material, because that's mm-hmm. a product of conception. Mm-hmm. Conception being implantation. So born alive and born, are, they, 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 they don't mean the same thing. So realistically, if that birth certificated born alive conception is in play, you're missing. You're, you're unborn. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, because if mom is still bearing that burden, that material, mm-hmm. as evidence in the placenta, then you are not born. Mm-hmm. So baby gets thrown out with the baptismal waters. Baby is unborn forever. Never shows up. Remember, the baby's lost at sea. If the placenta is a matter of fact, what is attached to the... what, What is the only thing left behind that's attached to the uterine wall? The umbilical cord. No, the extra embryonic too. Oh, right, the extra embryonic, yes. So the extra embryonic is the boat. It's the ark. Mm-hmm. But it's empty. There's no ship captain. Mm-hmm. So they have an empty boat and an island. So your empty boat is stranded on an island. Where are you at? I'm out, out breathing. On the land. No, no. If the evidence is they have an empty boat on an island, if they found an island then, with an abandoned boat, where are you? Uh, I'm stranded. You're missing. I, I'm missing. Nobody knows where I am. You don't, you, you don't even know where you're at. Mm-mm. There's no Mm-mm. evidence of, of you even living or surviving that shipwreck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm unknown. So the... So the evidence, the birth certificated fetal maternal boat and island, evidence is you missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after seven and so, years, you're presumed dead. Yeah. So everything, that's why everything can be based on assumption and presumption. Because the only because evidence there's, is the, um, the placenta. That's the only evidence. Mm-hmm. 
That's why the back cover of the book right-of-way is so telling because from that moment on, from the cutting and the, the leaving or the presumed abandonment of that vessel and island, which becomes the merchandise mm-hmm. that is being traded, which is ultimately the selling of your soul. Yes. That's all this is. They're, they're using the placenta with your biology and your stories and they put it into his story, and you just become part of history rather than your own story or my story. Mm-hmm. And remember, the author of my story has all the power and authority. The author of his story has all the power and authority. Mm-hmm. Pick one. History, his story, or my story. Pick one. QG, this day, you shall serve. <laughs> you can only serve one master. All right. Well, that's enough because that's this. I really like this format. I know I talked yeah. too long on the other crap earlier, but I really do like this format because it always proves that if you know all the way down your godly estate, your godly kingdom, then you can start to separate out all of these ridiculous claims. But you're, and you get to stand in the light of truth to do it. No manipulation, no prescriptions necessary, no redemption necessary. It really is the truth. And that's a, that, when you do that, you can stand there telling the truth over and over in a thousand different ways because it's always the same thing. It's always the same story. It's my story. Mm-hmm. And, there's, and, and you can't, no matter how nervous you get, if you just say, yeah, you know, I was created at fertilization. I landed into the wall of the uterus, so that means I came to earth, so to speak. I landed on the, in the motherland. Uh, it was just me and mom, so obviously I had a right-of-way over that maternal property. And, and then, you know, 260 days later, I came off the wall of the uterus, still attached to my own umbilical cord, and then I, I stretched myself out. I crossed over from the, the, the watery world of mother's womb uh, into this world, I came out of the, that, that world into this one, a piece of me kind of straddled, you know, between the unborn and born realms, and then somebody violently cut me apart. Mm-hmm. Now, the neat thing is, is I'm still using that biology because I evolved beyond the infancy. That's pretty neat. So even though they attempted to kill me, with their, their act of violence, even though they attempted to steal all my stuff, even though they attempted genocide on those of us that were, that were created inside the womb, I still survived. Even though they tried to do all of this, I'm still here. I'm still using the exact same biology that was created at fertilization. And the neat thing is, is the fact that I'm here evidences my link to the motherland or the wall of the uterus. I have a belly button to prove that it was attached. So whatever you have on deposit in your game becomes equity for me. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can, you, can you prove to me that's not true? Hey, 
If you if you have evidence to the contrary. Yeah, please show it. That proves me. that proves I'm not standing here. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's why if you go into their system at all, if you go into their courtrooms, you're trying to undo everything. Because mm-hmm. your your own claims got you there. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I mean, you could be forced forced there at gunpoint or, mm-hmm. you know, body attachments to to their position, their, their characters. But, no, I think, I think his story is not my story, mm-hmm. you know? I've never been there. I don't even know where history is located. Victio mm-hmm. de Veritati. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go make some lunch. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for uh, sitting in for me yesterday. I, I, uh, well, I certainly wasn't. I got home. I, uh, I, you know, uh, it was good. It was good. And, there maybe be a few things that you would have stopped Sandra on that I didn't, but overall, I think she's really got it down. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna little by little. I'm gonna point people towards the <laughs> these calls and and yeah. get away from doing any of that live stuff because <laughs> it, it's counterproductive when when we've already talked about this a thousand times. Mm-hmm. You know, to have to yeah. say it again, and I and I really don't want to ever deal with anybody's personal stuff, personal mm-hmm. cases because they're all different, and they they just need and to all, learn the truth and start and start applying the di- truth, and that's it. Yeah, they're all different, but they're all the same. Or they're all based upon the same, yeah, mm-hmm. foolishness. So, all right, lady, love you. Um, I'll probably talk you in too. a day or two. Okay. All right, sounds good. Bye. Okay, bye.